Yes, so I'll, I'll um, I think we we are back, back from executive session. Um, thank you. I think we can continue. We already opened up the meeting. We closed the executive session. So I don't know if we're just going. Yeah, I think we're, yeah, we're coming back. Um, so yeah, we're, we're back from the workshop. And, um, while it's recorded on Zoom, the workshop is not one where we're taking public input. And I wanted to talk uh, just high level the agenda, the topics we want to cover, because I know Jeff, we're going to lose you at about 2. That's about 130. At 1.30. And 21 minutes. Okay. So, so regardless, so, so the uh, topics we're going to cover, though, are um, social emotional learning. And, and there was some little, that's such a broad topic with, with the focus on mobile phones and social media. Um, as we're kind of getting towards the finish line on the strategic plan, um, thinking about measurement that we look back three, four, five years to how can you, you know, monitor progress and success? Um, I was going to ask that we can move school committee meeting agendas up on the agenda. And um, <clears throat> what we're going to do is talk about the different topics that we cover throughout the year and just kind of get a better understanding how it all works out there. Um, and then uh, we're going to talk about also school start times and bus support. From a logistics perspective, um, Four to four thirty is what I was thinking, but I don't know. I you know originally we set an expectation of four o'clock. Does anyone have hard stops? But if you don't have hard stop, I think that would be reasonable if we kind of run through that. Um, I think that's. Um, that's it. Leo, I was just asking too, do you have a hard stop? Oh, but you were out while we were out, Andrea, we did some work. We do have the room in Pumbin, so So, um, Leo, actually, it, it is uh, that was not, not, I think it's a topic that's on all of our minds, anyways. But the first topic we we're going to talk about was uh, social, social, emotional. Excuse me, were you moving the agenda? Oh. I was just going to move that to the third topic. Third, oh, I see. Okay, so I was just going to move that um, on the agenda. Got it. Um, so we're going to stay, yeah, so we cover social emotional learning. We'll talk about the strategic plan. Then we'll talk about the school committee meeting agenda. Yes. And then go into start times and bus fees. Um, but Leo, you, you're the one who um, initially brought it up. And this is, you know, I think the intention here is to be very open-ended conversation. So, um, so you know, the, the idea of you know, the social emotional, this main focus of this is around the idea of access to social media and the technology, you know, we all know has exploded the ability of communications. Um, but, you know, I don't think it's any secret that during the school day they become a distraction. Um, and we've got rules, you know, that are in our schools to help deter that. So it's hard to it's hard to maintain, right? It's hard to enforce. Um, you know, older they get, the more reliant uh, upon them they are. Um, and what you're seeing in private schools, 
across the board is this um, this very strict culture around not having them available during the day. Um, and it's not just the, the phones too, it's gonna be access to the chatting capabilities on the devices too, right? You know, so um, it will be, you know, in order for this to work, this, you know, you know, there's some measures to take from a technical technology perspective, there's measures to take around uh, a culture building perspective. Uh, and then there's the expectations, uh, you know, of that culture, what, what that results in, right? What are the measures put in place, both from a network management perspective, you know, um, managing the network to uh, allow what needs to be working for the students as part of using the devices that they have with them in school for learning and what's, um, and what, what happens to the devices uh, that we don't want them using during the day. Um, and, you know, I think we've had things like locker policy, the locker, keep them in the board bag. Um, and it's, um, you know, it's just, it's become an ongoing problem because of the ability to, um, to enforce that through staff. And even though, you know, we have the handbook, we've got in the handbook, I think it's something more particular we need to kind of tease out, um, at least, that, you know, to have that conversation of what could be. Um, the state thinks it's so important. They're offering uh, up to million dollar grants to help uh, districts implement measures. Um, so, you know, if there's costs involved, you know, branch opportunities uh, that we can uh, go after, and perhaps even partnering with some of our collaborative districts on it, you know, on the idea it could be an option. Um, you know, and it could be something as, you know, students, I'm not sure how much students use lockers anymore, but perhaps, uh, you know, perhaps there's a new type of locker, right? A locker where you put your phone in, you put it on charge, you get it at the end of the day. Right. And um, there's plenty of communications available for emergencies in the rooms. There's, uh, you know, there's phones in every room. So like I said, the devices still work, you know, if need be. Um, but I think it's just one extra distraction uh, to help deter some of the, you know, some of that social emotional support that we gets pulled away from. Them. Uh, so I don't know. That's you that know the districts around us that have successfully implemented. Uh, so you're talking about private schools, but public schools that have successfully done this. Uh, I have had people tell me I have to go back in my notes and see which ones, but there have been a couple where it's somewhat working, but they're all very much in a similar place. Now I don't. I haven't spoken to any of our friends. Well, I did speak to Matt Vaughn uh, and. Um, um, well, I haven't talked to Robert yet, but uh, I, I talked to Nat just to see if I was actually if I barking up the wrong tree. Actually, more of us testing the waters locally here, and he says it is an issue, right? And um, you know, in the after school clubs, and the kids kind of fall apart on that. They go to their devices, and the teachers just allow it to happen because it's too much of a fight sometimes, right? So I feel like it's a they get they know it's there, but it's, a, it's an extra backup, right? We put some extra effort around it. In our language, and in our case, be our policies, um, so that the administration has the backing from us. After you know what I did share with everybody is with a rough plan about how to start the conversation, uh, do some fact finding, right? Get some get some facts behind what we're asking, and um, and then go after some measures. Now I did write some of that with the idea of chasing grant funds too, so. 
um, as part of the implementation. Um, so that, you know, it's, it's not just, we can roll it into the entire cultural piece around, you know, cyber safety and information literacy as well, right? The, the you know, advent of AI has made it so, you know, that being having a critical eye on information is more important than ever. So, um, and, you know, and so that also includes, you know, how to process social media information. I know what that could be. So, so last time you mentioned, like, uh, let me just get a new school committee, like us being a policy thinking body. Mm -hmm. This might be a question for Jeff when he was in the world. Right now, should we just say no cell phones are allowed in most public schools? Can the school committee do that? Oh, we'll do it. What did I just say? Shoot, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That'll go away at some point. Sorry. But can we just do that right now? I don't think that's. So, no, but it's, I, I love, I was going to share a backdrop, but I, I love that I think it's as, just as a conversation starter. If we could, if we could. what would be the implication, you know, implications? If, if so, so, I was going to just share a, a little background and make sure we're on this page. Today, the middle school, the rule is must stay in the locker room. The high school, there, the rule is it, it can There's be no with them. You cannot use it in class. And you can use it during the class. So in some classrooms, they use it in the class all the time. You know, it's part of what the course is about. How enforceable is it at the middle school? Well, I think it's pretty enforceable. I mean, I think one of the issues we have with iPads there was that things they could do on their cell phone, they could do it on their iPad, and it's causing a lot of problems, you know. So, I mean, that was one of the reasons why we went to a front was that the cost, of course, was. Something that doesn't look an issue with you know, school long, right. um, in school hours, right? Certainly after school, loaded up um, before school and at home hours. It's definitely a concern for us in the use of it. I think that's what I would want to separate, right? If you were saying that the, the devices were causing a disturbance in the schools in the classroom and taking the kids away from their education, it's problematic. I think that's one thing. But the overall impact of social media and the online usage that is bigger than, than the school issue, right? Um, and I think that there are parents they give their children devices if they allow their children to have devices, they do that for a reason and they want their children to have access to those devices and they should have rules around hey, that's before school, that's after school, doesn't get touched during the day. But I think there would be quite a bit of resistance. For people to say, my child has nothing on them because people have grown accustomed, for better or for worse, knowing where their children are and that they can communicate them, you know, to them in the case of an emergency with a device. So I don't think I'm struggling with are our principals telling us that there is a problem in the classrooms that we feel like we as a school committee need to address? Um, or are we trying to make a dent in a larger issue that is the consequences of too much screen time and online interactions for our kids? Like, which, because there's a lot of things we could say we're trying to solve with discussing it. So I'd love to hear, I mean, an appropriate place to answer that. Yeah, I mean, it's a really, really good distinction, really good point. And I think it's more of making a dent into a larger issue. Um, you know, I think that if you walk in the high school and the bell rings, you have to have all of this close. You see kids in the uh, see that no matter where they're walking, they're either talking to the person right next to them or their faces in their phone. 
we've had some, some issues at high school where we've had to uh, block certain websites like Netflix, you know, and, and some other. We can't block YouTube because there, there's so many educational videos that come out of that that teachers do. Kind of block that. But I think there's just a, a heightened awareness of how, how much time kids are spending on their phone and whether or not schools can put a dent in that. Use the term. I think that's what we we're looking at. It, the Leo's point around the state, the state, as I mentioned in our last meeting, is going to be a big push from the Department of Ed on this. And they are, they, they told us by the end of July or so that they're going to do more information on what they're going to do with grant and how they want to structure them and all that kind of thing. So we're waiting to see what that comes up with that. But the cost associated with it, the only example that the commissioner had given us when he spoke to us was looking at places to. Put the devices when kids get from school, you know, purchasing those types of things, whether it's it's the, the closet shoe keeper, you know, that people put in their classrooms now. You go to high school classroom, you see it, kids will walk in and put them in and they'll take them on the way out. But that's not universal, it's just kind of future ways of doing what wants to do. Yeah. No, no, definitely not solving the hallway problem. Yeah. So for the lunch problem, yeah, 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 yeah. they're on the lunch time too. What I think I was um, one day, it was prior to COVID, for two years, as part of the SEL committee, we studied public usage. And so that was with parents, teachers, and some, and actually yeah. students within each group. And so I, like I, I was pretty active in the year before the homework policy, which was, which I was like, kind of, we didn't expect to establish the homework policy, but that was the last Mobile phones, classrooms, the, the data speaks for itself. The mobile phones and then going beyond social. What we saw was in the middle school, they're required to be in public. And it's not a source of angst. In the high school, that requirement is lifted. And it's pretty so chaotic. We just institute that requirement in high school. Is that more oversimplified? Yeah, I mean, no, a little bit. But, a little bit. but I, I, I would just say, like, like this was a little dated, but you didn't hear complaints from students. I got to have it. I got to have it. You didn't hear complaints from the teachers. Kids are sneaking them in. Because it was, if nothing else, it was, it was, it was more, it was easier in the middle school, of course. You could bring it out. It was supposed to be in the In the high school, it just became what Leo said a few minutes ago. It becomes a bigger hassle to try to control it than it is to this would the teachers would rather teach the course. Not all of them, but it was very, very difficult once kids got used to yeah, it's not just gonna be a quick chat. I mean to the teachers events though, it's pretty nebulous, like what the rules are about, right? It's kind of like you can have so some people, some people put them in the in the folders during the class, some people don't, but I think if it was a defined expectation of what we expect as a district would happen there that in the fall is that it's it's kind of quite open. And like well, I mean most high schools like that's not just high school they're all like that. Are you sure from history teachers that they would like something like this? Uh yes. Yeah. Okay. But there are some that, that don't think it's a problem either. So yeah. but I think people that's why the research we don't know about our community. Right, so, yeah, right. So because um, it's like to me they're keeping it if the rule were to say it's in the locker, this would be pretty, wouldn't be in the 
Well, I mean, that would, because we use it a lot for things. Things don't, I mean, they, put, they might put their band equipment or other equipment or something in there, but they just don't, you know, they, never, they decorate it when we're, they, 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 they all issued a bumper. We can just say, do they all have So, so, so stay in there. If they don't yeah. use it, maybe that's not a horrible when you go to school. You can never enforce if the phone is in the locker room. We say that like phones cannot be seen in high school, right? So they're, they're somewhere, right? They're in your bag or the locker, sure. So, so it's like, what is the, what's the environment in most of the teach when you see a kid? It's the same as you, you know, some people have the shoe locker things, but I'll, I'll, that a lot of what I'm going to say. If we were like, because again, Leo mentioned the policy things, like, oh my God, I've been teaching for 10 years. I didn't even solve this problem. Now I can solve this problem for our community. And you just say no. And then the teacher just say no. Because you're being told. You're not being a right, because you're just Because like, even if some management, throw a number, 20, 30% of teachers struggle with this type of classroom management. Maybe it's more than that, maybe it's less. But it's enough where in those moments, the kids pull it out, you know, because mom texts them or they're on Kahoot for math class or whatever. And it just stays out. I mean, we all know if you hop on your phone, your thumb app automatically starts like going to other places. Uh, but so I'm sure, D, I, I don't want to overstep in like, in terms of like, I've never been in Medfield High School, right? But like generally a white district that I've worked in for a decade, the phones are not like we're making a bigger debt, like you said, like a social media problem. But they are a problem for kids. Kids' grades are lower because they have their phones in high school, right? They pay attention less, they learn less, they're more engaged in all the negative things of social media. It's it's a fact. Now, what percentage of our our, our students and our teachers struggle with it? I don't know. Like teachers that struggle with the classroom management piece of life, we have the phone. I know my vice principal. Isn't going to take it away. Like, if, if no one has the teacher's back, then these things kind of spin out, right? Like, so the, so the so teachers are ten to twenty versus roughly twenty to thirty. Doesn't matter. But but the ones it, it's that ten to twenty that makes it a lot harder to, to manage across the school, right? That's so, what we discovered, and we're like, and, and it just became that nebulous set of rules that, like, that's where I, I wonder if you had a rule that it's not it's not the teacher. Yeah, I would, what bad things would happen? I, I mean, well, the argument, right, is a parent can't get much of a kid. Yeah, so get, get that, get get that issue in the middle school today. Do we get it in the middle school today? Aaron, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, I no, but, we, but that's the rule. We're getting it. So getting it. And I talked to Steve this morning. Um, and he's getting it in fifth grade. So. Your parents should not be reaching out to their child when they're celebrating during the day. Right. right. And if, you, if you need to, you can get them. If something happens, they call right. this. That needs to be part of this. Like your children, if they have devices, you live in a modern world, your children have devices. Those devices are expected to be put away during school hours. If your device is out during school hours, it will be confiscated. And you as a parent have ways of contacting your child in case of the office, my kid and I email. Because he's on, you know what I mean? Like, he's like, hey, mom, like, this thing got canceled. And you like, right. you know, well, phones on you. Wearables look up, right? So, so that, that was an issue for us. We had the wearable issue where we locked where parents were working, come back for the kids from the school day. We had to put something about that. 
it's not appropriate to have an exclusion. I think so. So, but I'm, what I'm just, where I'm just going, I'm pounding it a little bit, right? Just like we have the rule of least failing, we have a rule of middle school, we don't have a rule about this. Start with that. So, like, well, so like creating a problem, I don't believe that. Well, they're almost the delta at that point. You learn how to manage their time and you know how to manage the devices, right? I mean, there's a belief around that too. But that was definitely the belief in the study. Like, there was, we didn't have um, unanimous support, I would just say, amongst the administration, but in the high school. And, yeah. and so, so I think, well, that, like, if we just said, hey, let's implement this, put this policy in place, you would have. There, there would be enough resistance in those school teachers. Like we need to work in conjunction. I think it'd be strange to the parents as well. I think there would be a I think much more from parents than teachers. Yeah. These are this for teachers. Teachers are not gonna happen on the board. Same thing for with the amount of struggle that cell phones and devices have caused in the last decade or whatever, they're not knocking on the door. Because that is the other argument, right? They're gonna have to live with them. And I, you know, we can go down the how much down the research. Like they're gonna have to live with them, so let's teach more of them in high school. The brains are still developing. They're addicts, right? Dopamine gets released and all these things. You know, that's the other side to that argument. Right? We keep jumping across. Like, there is an argument that says, like, then so we release, release them to the world after they graduated from Medfield and they've never had them. So then they never go to their job because they're like on TikTok. Uh, I'm of the opinion, I think there's enough, like, counter to the counter argument of just saying, like, they're too young. They cannot control it. Like, in math class, I'm getting on TikTok. I'm getting on Snapchat and just taking dumb, pointless pictures of my face that cut into my learning. <laughs> but that's the reality. This is what our teachers are living. I just don't understand what parents would object if the school said your child can't take the device out during the day. I don't think so. The last time we, that's why I feel like certain we will find out. I mean, I'm sure this they'll make legitimate stuff. Whoever does, so whoever does will make some legitimate argument, like. Well, my son never does that, or my, my daughter never does Great, then you don't have a problem. That's right. Easy, easy. I just think people are used to communicating with their kids whenever they want to, right? You take that sure. away, that's a huge change. We as parents should know better. That's their time in school. But, I mean, that's like, you know. I mean, is it worth writing parent objections? I mean, I don't, like I said, if we could vote right now to do this, I'd do it. And if people want to vote me out in three years, they can. If they want to come talk to me about all the research I've done on this stuff, you can you can find it. Like the phones are bad, and it's the big dead social problem. And it's in the moment. Go talk to teachers. And I don't think we're asking. Well, at least I'm. I wouldn't say we were asking them to surrender them this or do that. No. We're saying it's away during the day. Yeah. That's the rule. It seems like we do that in other schools. We just we extend that to the high school, we see how it plays out. And and hopefully, I mean, I'm not sure how to measure the success of it. It would be interesting to see, but hopefully you would see some measurable impact of such a rule in place. And it, it seems like a low-hanging fruit start. But you're not going to get people to not send their kids with devices or, you know, not have a device or, you know, that's just not realistic either, but 
And even the, you know, the, the watches will still be an issue unless we start ripping them off. The, but but it is much different to text my mom or my friend on this than to all of a sudden go on Snapchat for 20 minutes during right. lunch period or during class. Yeah. So I think the watches, the watches the yeah. size of little enough that, you know, it's not going to be that it looks good like this now. But that's a, it's at least would be a step in the right direction. Well, they don't all have them, but they have more access to the phones than they do these. Is it very? Well, then if this rule is in place, then the parents are making more of a decision knowing the rules, right? Like if you really need to talk to your kid during every block of every day they're in high school, you can get them a watch. You know. So that was the argument, or the counter argument then was. They have these, they have their other the school issues. We can control the school issues. Like it's and yeah. then communicate. I mean, they, they just control their issue device too if it's on our network. Yeah. They log into our network, we can control that. But, but then on their phone, they can do it. They can just be on cellular. Right. I don't know. That. So, like, what, what I, like, I don't necessarily turn the room to say, hey, let's put together policy. I'm not saying that, but I am starting to say, if you did, it, it may cause a bunch of furor, and we may we may have a whole bunch more discussion that we need to have around those things. Like if, if you did, if you had stricter rules within the high school as a base, I mean, we try to run a program. This gets into the topic we didn't put on. If you try to run programs, the dangers of mobile device and get six people showing. You say it's going to work work its way out. Hey, the school committee was discussing today potentially a policy around mobile devices. We're going to get 600 emails and cards and letters. Why would you do that? I don't know if that's true. I, I, may, I, may, I mean, this is hyperbole, but it's not. It's, yeah, no, I don't think it, yeah, um, be, um, I should have been <laughs> like being in a classroom the last 10 years. If I was a teacher and did not have phones, just because I'll have the same policy as well as this is not an issue in the middle school, and all of a sudden, the high school, we have you know, we have rules, but really, every teacher has their own rules. It's hard. It was, the same two years. it was the exact same thing. It was like, okay, but, but I, I, I saw there was some resistance, like, I, it wasn't unanimous amongst the teachers. So. You know, because and it, it was a good argument. They should learn how to be able to manage that. I mean, I think that's it's part of that. This is a discussion that's happening at the state level as well, right? Because it's again, like it's not us just in a silo being like, well, this could be a problem. We think this is a problem. Like, there's a ton of research on it, and the state is responding to consider a possible ban across counties, or at least grants to be offered to allow uh, different towns to be able to put more policy and structure in place to kind of like start to mitigate this problem. Um, so I feel like because of that, I wonder, like, have that additional, you know, those additional points of data kind of push back on uh, if there's a, you know, kind of like friction or division in regards to the conversation to be able to put a policy in place that is, is supported from like, a, I guess, more of like a hierarchy uh, authority in this space, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I might agree. Like, it's kind of interesting what you said. If you had a rule that was clear for all classes in the school, it would make your life a lot easier. 
was a teacher also. Yeah. Yeah. All so right. I, I, my, my brain keeps going is okay, so what path are you have? You're going to have students are going to like it. Right. Parents some parents, right. some parents are going to like it. It's going to be a culture shift. Is it a safety issue? I can't get a hold of my student. No, I would just say, well, that's not the case in the middle school. When the, we do it all the way up until the high school. Yeah. And then suddenly from eighth grade, they're not used to being in touch with their parents all day. Ninth grade? Yeah, yeah. The, the safety issue just can't be an argument. Because you can call the office and then you can call the classroom and then get your kid just as fast as you tell us. Arguably faster. So the phone rings in the classroom, the teacher's going to get it. And some teachers don't allow some things. So there's an argument to be made like, It'd be easier to get, I mean, not really, but if every parent knew the only way you talk to your kid is through the school, and you can get to your kid if it's a safety issue. Send an email. Sure. So, like, Leo, I mean, you, I put it a little bit in this. What, what are you, how are you, when you talk about a grant, what are, you, what, what, are, what are some of the ideas you have around this? Because, like, it could be one is, as a group, we think this is a priority that we want to study in more detail. With the goal being put on you know, better enforceable rules. Yeah, that's, I think that's kind of what my recommendation is pull a committee together, representation, you know, uh, upfront, you know, have the grant. I don't mind helping you write the grant. The grant can be around the study, you know, about, you know, some sort of impact study. You know, uh, we take a baseline of, you know, it's probably going to be all, you know, uh, uh, qualitative data in the sense of anecdotal type data where you're asking people's opinions about how people feel about things as opposed to what is tangible and measurable in this process. Um, you know, like whether it's an engage, you know, the feeling of engagement, lack of distraction in the classrooms. Um, then there can be some professional development around it, you know, that the grant is paid for. Uh, the locker pieces, right? You know, when they have students have enough of a locker and maybe they're not using their big locker, fine. But how about, you know, give them the option for, you know, for 15 to 20 grand, we can put on phone lockers in the high school for every kid, right? And everybody gets assigned a phone locker and um, that's where they go, right? Um, you know, so that's where some of the funding can support that. And it support some of the network management, authenticating with your Google account Gives you access to, you know, put you into the, this group, and that group gets all the restrictions that are needed, and so on. So it's, you know, you should not TikTok on the network anyway. First off, it's Chinese spyware, um, and uh, you know, and other things. You know, whether the capability is to, um, you know, manage. You know, certain other places uh, are not getting the way as well. Because um, there's the, you know, the whole cyberbullying thing and everything else that goes that gets involved with that. So, um, and that's where I think it's the it's the human side, it's the cultural side, will impact social emotional learning um, or help support that process. Um, and so the cell phones, not just the cell phones, it's around using social media, it's about using electronic communication. You know, the difference between a text message versus talking to somebody and hearing the inflection in your voice, right? It's as crazy as that sounds to us. I think that's something that's missing, you know, and it's 
just technology, you know, tech communication, right? Um, the emojis don't express enough about how someone might be feeling when they hear something. Is the grant money available for a, a program, you know, where someone comes in and talks to your kids about online safety and about like we have the cyber chip, right? The scouts have to go through to learn about all of those sleep. Dangerous, bad behaviors, etiquette, all of those things. Like, those program. Are, yeah. I mean, they're 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 Right? Oh, they think they're managing in a way, but the students not looking around them. Right? You know, the one thing I learned is IT in schools is every website you block, they find 20 more that do the same thing. Right? So it's really less about the blocking as it is around the education. And having parents be more informed about what's happening on the devices, I think you'll get a lot of parents opting in if they get the option with their own dashboard, right? That the schools share. It's a, this exists in many platforms today. It's a parent portal, you know, that you can add these devices to. And it's a shared piece, right? And then during the day, it's just part of the culture. So I think I'm, I think I'm what I'm really asking is really investing to make these, this type of communication part of our culture uh, more effectively than we are today. So you can even use it as a, a method of communication with parents, but we're all going to the same portal. Right? We're all going to the same place. Um, but awareness, uh, you know, I, I hear teachers saying well, the most effective thing they can do on the cell phones is email the parent, right? And and that's great, but that's like, it, you know, teachers have, it's on the teacher to email the parent all the time. Um, so I think it's, I think the, the grants could be a, could be a jumping, you know, jump off spot. You know, any any number of these items that are part of a bigger plan. And I think that's my recommendation too. Well, what does a grant process look like? Depends on which grant it is. So as Jeff mentioned, so the Department of the Department of Elementary and Secondary Education is putting out uh grants. I don't know how many of the I don't know how much money they have. I don't know um what their criteria is gonna be quite yet, but I think we would have a good chance for proposing something, a well thought out plan. And if we go in with some of the other tech collaborative folks, you know, some other districts in the tech collaborative, um, I think, you know, we take three or four of those districts, tech collaborative could even leave it, right? But, you know, we're, we're part of that. And we all go through the process of you know, a similar process in our communities. I think what they're looking to do is find some best practices. So, so then if it's a grant, it would be adequate. I mean, at the end of the day, the administration would find. Yes, it would have to come. But if it's supported by the school committee, for sure. Yeah, well, for sure. Volume, but but for, for sure. And I, I'm thinking of like if, if we as a you know as a group think it's a good idea to continue to prioritize yeah. like education, could be a committee and a study, could be a survey, could be a poll. You know, there's a survey will be part of it. Right? Yeah, there's different approaches we I think what I think what would what we'd be doing is carving, you know, blazing the trail about what the best path is and what's our role versus the administration's role. 
persons down to the principal's role and down to the teacher's role as a result of this. So, and it's only going to, you know, the next, the wearable thing is only going to get bigger, right? So, the glasses come, you know, and <laughs> if we don't, if we don't get ahead of the understanding of this technology and what it's doing in our schools or how it's going to be a part of our schools effectively, then we're going to get caught up. So, when the cameras can fit on the rims of your glasses, right, like they do today, and get an unreal pair of glasses, and the student can have it connected to their phone and have it displayed, and you don't even see it. So, what's the takeaway? What's the action item? Yeah, okay, I'm thinking you're like, yeah. I don't know. Like there's a high level encourage the high school right off the bat is so weird. Like the nebulous set of rules that exist. Well, I'm not supposed to have them in the classroom. To Will's point, I think it's they need to get to come from the top down, right? You gotta feel supported, and that's gotta be publicly there, right? It's just gotta be there. So right? and it could be something that's I mean it's already in the handbook, right? So they could use this year to start the year off with a new set of you know guidelines. Right? You know, we are we are doubling down on the enforcement of the rules. The cell phone must be turned off while in school. There you go. Different than the locker policy. No. Must be turned off. Oh is that the, the negative things are one, you know, for, for freshmen and sophomores. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying this is well thought out. Well, I think we need to consult. I think we need to hear back from the administration, right? What the high school needs from us in that perspective, like to, to help with that. So, so, I mean, part of that is that we studied it for two years. Eventually, they need your policy. What's that? They would need a policy. Well, it's in the handbook. We vote that. That's a policy. Vote the handbook every year. Okay, so we want to take an action to review what's currently in the handbook and potentially propose the language around it. Yeah, it's going to be enforceable. That's why I think we need, we need to hear back. But I wanted to put it on the radar. Something that I think that. I feel that I feel that the administration needs our support in order to make this happen. So, so I think that when then you start saying, say it has to be enforceable. The way I would look at it is, how do the um, teachers of the eighth graders? How much of a problem do they believe it is eighth grade versus ninth grade? Is that something that the rules change? I don't know if they change. I mean, they do change. I think it stops changes at the end of the school day too. You know, like some of them now school activity and they ended up not playing chess. They went on their cell phones. And we have zero playing. jurisdiction over what happens at school. Not a school program. Right. And that's an intramural. Right. So and I'm not I'm not here to get into any trouble, but it's clearly it's just not a priority sometimes. Or at the school that is not gonna take on the battle. Yeah, no, no, I, 
after school was very different. So I didn't even know that we were like had purview over that or whatever the word is, but like I don't know that you find a teacher that's gonna fight 20 kids that are supposed to be there for an after school thing they care about, whether it be chess or LGBTQ plus or any program. You're not it would be very hard to find any teacher that's like, I'm gonna pick this fight right now. But from 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 7:30 to 2:30 or whatever our school day is now, and if it changes with the pages. But we say all the cell phones are off, or all the cell phones cannot be seen in the high school. I'm like this. I mean, I'm, you guys know what I'm. I'm good to vote on that right now to enforce it this fall and say let's go. No, I, I do think that feels very straightforward. Well, I think, and I think it's listen that it's low lying fruit to to double down on the handbook rules, then we can vote that in the July meeting. You know, and then we still you you can speak to like the networks. Like anything we do with that grant to that, so we get the phones and watches out of there. But then they still have this device. Right. So then that's where, like, maybe we slightly, like, then it's like talking to the teachers and surveying. So, like, what do you really need? Because some of this, like, we put this big push in education the last five years. A lot of districts that are similar to us are in one to one. You know, the kids have devices. Teachers were told to, like, go more on advice. And now, all of a sudden, in November, AI popped up. And now we're like, get the blue books out. You're writing essays in blue books. <laughs> so, so I think the money and the teaching, like our policy right now works and I think helps teachers. In terms of like how we can get it even better and help with the computers, that's where we can spend the grant money. Like how do we fix the network? Talk to the teachers and like, when do they need to have computers out? When is it better for them to have computers out versus like, because that's all changing and they don't know, right? Like, like high school teachers this year in September said, you're going to type essays on your computer. And after November and the rest of the spring, they're getting blue books out or they're giving them timed essays in class. So that's yeah. literally Oh, literally. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't give a kid a final because you can't, if you want chat, GDP, another website comes up. Like yeah. it's just like, so I think both the policy now, whatever we call it, shut them off that you can't see them in high school, they get confiscated, whatever. Uh, it's, it's, it's a step that's just there and it makes it more concrete that it's coming from us to help the administrators and help the teachers. Yeah, I mean, I like the, I like that as a first, as a step in the right direction. And even with the chat, you know, get reason to be there for good Would the administration come to that solution? Well, I think that's where we think it would be great if they did. But so, yeah, we, it's better off that they don't have them during the school day, the opening bell to the closing bell. They belong in. Well, I think we need to review the language in the current handbook. Okay. Let's just see what the language is. I think now at the next meeting. Yeah, right. I, I studied it extensively. It hasn't. It, it, just the rules shifted between like high school. You can have it on you at any time in high school. It's on you, and then there's a couch. But but the fact that they can carry it in their bags, it came out. Comes out. Yeah, that's the thing. That's different. If, if a teacher or anyone walking in the hallways sees a phone out and can't be out, I think that's that's different than in the law. Like, if it, that, that's different. I will, and I will say that too. Like, I don't know, are the cell phones allowed to be able to get on the network or do we want to? Yeah, well, now the cellular data got better. That was the other, that was a, a reason why. Well, sometimes our own internal network is not appropriate and the high school may need their cell phones because it's the only way to teach the lesson. That, that was, yeah. 
that, that was an issue. That was a, at least a, a you know we solved one problem. I saw that that's on the that's on the capital I mean, and then anything's capable on shaping access from the wireless networks. My little school in Cape Cod, I can allow every one user to have just computer access for the Wi-Fi and not a phone. And I, I can limit it from Android, iOS to anything. So it's getting all the you have to say capability. Yeah. Are not to be used in the classroom. That that would be the language of the instruction. So they may not, right? Yeah, yeah. So it, but, uh, part of it is just you know also pulling this back out, and we think that this is this or any other part of the policies are not being adhered to or understood. And I think we pull those out and we send them as a reminder to the families and say, you know. Here's the link. This is the handbook. This is what we everyone must subscribe to. We want to call your attention to section this, 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 and show you these things because we are going to be strictly watching and enforcing these, and we need to make sure that you understand as a family our expectations. So right, it goes beyond the family. And let's go. Um, it goes to the teachers. And well, the standard, let's standardize, right? It might be important by, you know, what we call the little shoot flatty thing. You buy one for every single classroom in the high school, right? Um, we go to MCPD, go to the students get around that very quickly by bringing two devices. Put the one device going. Wow. Like we, we went through all it. We went through all Like it was. But they got a, they got a, they got a burner. Every day and check it. And then like the kid forgets and you let it slide and the two kids forget. Like it's just. And it's responsible too if that device gets stolen, then you're really going to hear about it, right? They left their phone in the classroom and it's stolen, and then that, you know, $122 for a lockable. So, getting <laughs> back to what our objective though is, because I, I think this is an important topic, but I fear that probably spin. What, do we, what is our takeaway? So, that's why, like, the way I think about it is we're going to close this out for hours. Is this something we want to? You know, raise like really effectively say that it's a school committee. We would like to, we would like to study it, or maybe we revisit July as 
Let's look at the language in Studium. Ask Jeff say, hey, if you were to change that language, what would the implication? Yeah, I think that's a good you know starting point. Maybe it's we're asking that we would extend the, the July meeting I think it was exclusively for the strategic plan, but there's a follow-on discussion from this topic. We might get to the end of this workshop and say all the things that we need to do, this is six on the list. So, I think this is something that you have a I wouldn't pick the can. I, I the kind of in a feeling where I'm at. Okay, you know, I, it's more about the consensus of the group. I don't know if Lobby is picking. Like I said, it sounds like we have immediate things we can review, review that language, right? How do we make it stronger? Bring in, you know, ask administration to give feedback, whether at the meeting or writing to us, you know, to you and Mike, I mean, you and Jeff. I think the issue is after the And that's where I think we can help. And if parents want to come at us, they come at us. But if we're telling, you know, we're talking out, right? We're, we're telling Jeff, this is what we want. Jeff tells the teacher. And there's no, there's not the kids in there that when their nice history teacher goes and it's like, oh, you know, little well, I saw your phone. I'm going to take it. They go, no, you're not. This is my property. And they put it in their pocket. And they're like, okay, well, it's in their pocket. I want to pick the flight and I'm going to send them to the office. But if we say it as a community, as us representing the community, tell the school, take the phone or send the kid to the office. And then their parents hear about it. And it's, 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 it's just us having the teacher's back makes a big difference. Because what happens is the 10 or 20%, the kid has it. I was just texting my mom. Okay, cool, put it away. Comes out again. You're still texting your mom, like, what's going on here? And then you go to take it, and the kid looks at you and says, you can't touch my, pick your line yeah. phone. What's that? So yes, yeah, so the rule it basically is you can't go if you take someone's phone, you can't go through it. You're not allowed to tell the person. Oh yeah, I don't mean go through it. I so just what I'm, I'm saying is, so if they say they're not going to give it to you, you can't do it. Once they hand it over, you can't. Right, but if, that's what I'm saying. If, if Leo's point, I think top down, we make this policy. Teacher says, okay, fine, get out of here. And then you go to administration, and they know we have their back. And then it all, then maybe we're like a leader in the space. Another. You know, natural West. I, and I, I honestly think that's why I want to go back to administration. What is the best way we can help? And what is the best language that we can put in there? What is the what is the budgetary requirement that they need? You know, if something is needed, and what is the and what is the communication to parents that we can help with? And 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 then I I didn't want it to be like a, an idea of taking something away. I wanted the idea of 
we're taking this action because, right? And here's the benefits of it. And here's why. And I really want to have some of that there too, right? It's, and that's why this conversation, yes, this is nice and immediate. And, and it's not something we're just going to do do this immediate change in the handbook and drop it. I think we should continue on with the process, right? Let's have I, I think you're right. I think you should touch these issues with, you know, that aspect is, you know, part of the disciplinary action. Right. It's almost, it's very difficult if you're new state of law to suspend something. Right. Okay. I don't think this is no, no, I'm just, yeah. just giving you a, a scenario. So, yeah. what are the disciplinary actions? I can't do that, but you know, for the high school kids, you know, when I'm mad, there's probably a night to get the answer those questions. What are the disciplinary actions? I mean, I know the high school has families, but that's something. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. So I, I quite um, a fair amount of responding to this. Rest of the kids don't even know this. Yeah. I, I, I quit free. Review the language. How might you make it stronger? Ask the administration for feedback. Maybe high levels July I think explore the grant process and or as school committee sponsored. I don't want to specify the group focus. Those are three actions. I see. Sounds good. Um, so, next topic was strategic plan. So, why don't we kind of get the folks who are And then there, you, you have an idea what specifically in that strategic plan. Um, yes and no. So, uh, the steering committee will meet tomorrow. Um, and they asked, uh, as Jeff asked Scott to share with us uh, some of the districts that have done this really well in regards to communicating outwards to their community and putting measurements in place to make sure that uh, goals are being achieved and the plan is being followed. So I guess my question to you guys, we don't have that information yet. We wouldn't have it after the meeting tomorrow. But in this high level, kind of like a high level space, what are some things that you feel could be uh, ways to measure how the strategic plan is going and kind of um, communicate out to the community how the, the um, plan is going? So when we look at communication strategy here, we're not looking at the rollout plan. We're looking at over the next five years, how are we communicating to the community that XYZ was accomplished, or we're in the process of working on ABC, and then measuring that ourselves in regards to like a standard for um, you know the administration to my help with the going. So it's like nice little a scorecard around. Yeah. So Michelle, I, I just want to add to that. Yeah. Like the leadership team met yesterday. Uh, Project Friday. We indicated the timeline and.
you know, is it really helpful for every meeting to be like X Y Z still going, or is it better to be like every three months being like? We just get the, I mean, we we, yeah. we don't even know what all of these. Yeah. What's the shape like? But, but to me, like I like the Kristen term she used was like at least an ongoing communication. It says, hey, you know, for the goal that is focused on X, we're starting to look at this is a way to measure. Maybe to measure your point though, Michelle, when we and we're not there yet, we talk about the agenda for the year and there's certain activities that have to happen throughout that. We we sort of like pick something for multiple spots. Um, where we say, you know, this is going to be an update on the strategic plan. And maybe it's, you know, something in the middle of the, the, the cabin school year, right? We say that every, this January meeting, this is a line item topic for that. And so you have a combination of, you know, regularly available, published, you have to figure out, like, again, not knowing what the goals are, what the measurements are, like, what is reasonable frequency of update for some static place for some people look. And then we make it a, you know, Annual, like a mid year or biannual update on our meeting agenda, and just put it like pencil it in and say, This is the meeting we expect you to have that. And then we make it part of the, the March mailer. Yeah, like, yes, so sorry, I just basically, I'm going to add a couple of things that we that we're right. So you do have some deliverables which tie that into the strategic plan. We do so during that presentation, it's going to come in a second. We tie the strategic goals to this fiscal year and the strategic goals for next fiscal year within that budget, so which, which we've done in the past, right? You know, how that presentation. So that would be one of the things. Sure. Some time away between December and January. But that gives administration, you know, like those part of the year that we're putting together on information, you know, so that could be one of the just second number could be the, the mail, right? That could probably some time in April, and then you could have one at the end of the year, too. Mm -hmm. And I'm just because yeah. everything on your strategic plan has to come back to the budget planning or policy. Mm -hmm. I was doing, yeah, it has, you it has where places where you can tie it in. Yeah. Another yeah. Like, highest level, I'm thinking about it is would we have strategic plan? One is okay, we, we're going to have to actually review it. Two is, you know, operationalize it. We absolutely want to have a measurement framework in place. For the outs of the community. Um, I'm kind of thinking of it like the way this year, community engagement was critical. So it's, it's a scam at the time. It's usually pretty quick, but it, it continues to surface. My fear is that once or twice a year, let's see how we do against the scores. It's a little once. I'm wondering, I'm just yeah. thinking about it in that light. Is it, it on everyone's yeah, like near term, what I, I would be curious from the consultants who are helping us develop it. Have you helped districts put a measurement frame in place? What does that look like? Mm -hmm. 
Right, that's what we Because do. we can easily go there and say, oh, yeah, Hollis does it, and this is how we do it. Right. Right? Like, I, you know, I don't want to reinvent that right. view. That's exactly what I asked. So I'm to take all the, we spent a ton of time with this period. It must be. Yeah, and I say, hey, here's a framework we recommend. Yeah. A, B, C. Is it, it's, it's fair while you still have time amongst the community. Right. Like, I'd love to, you know, maybe one of you two are on and ask a few more of those. What yeah, would it look like? Really which districts have done it well? Because I do feel like they've talked a lot about a lot of districts, and lots of them are very different than us, right? Like some of the examples they use are just they're just they're very different than us. So I wanted to know people that did it. School districts that did it well, and then we can kind of look at those districts and see which one kind of matches a little bit more how we operate and kind of go in that, that direction. With similar challenges, right? Because I mean it's you know if but if district X has low graduation rate, low retention rate, low attendance rate, those are all very measurable things, right? That yeah. you can track progress of whatever the action is. If ours are too, you know, a little too fluffy, you know, in that sense of then right, how are those can be measured in time. When when we have sorry, we're not even we're gonna have the draft and get them. It comes out in early July and it's open for like two weeks. But we vote on July 24th, right? Right. But the last meeting's tomorrow, Christmas, it's soon after that. Yeah. Right before after the fourth, if we're in Scott's that would be something. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And then between then and the 24th. Okay. Yeah. But in any particular fashion, like how is that coming in to be received? I feel like that can be a presentation. Yeah. Presentation of the plan. Sorry, happened prior to. Okay. So putting it out there, but then putting it out there in the context of having it presented. <coughs> I know, I mean, this is just like Jeff would be presenting it. He's kind of the owner of the app with us, would we present it? Or? In TLA. Yeah. Through the school committee, not through the public oh. input. Maybe they're involved in the public input. I don't want to guess, but. I'm just not sure because even when you said, Michelle, uh, like how, if you ask Scott or whatever, like how, what districts do this well? Uh, my opinion of these things is kind of like they put it together and then they're like, good luck, school committee, good luck. I mean, they're consultants here to put this plan together. So I don't know if, if you ask, like, which of their clients have done it well. I don't know if they know. It sounds like so, they have some strong relationships with some of those districts. Yeah, so I think they definitely, yeah. they, they don't all, know some of them. They're all more superintendent. Yeah. Without saying we want to um, engage them for more services, they probably also offer services yeah. around it. Like they, they, they're at least wise enough to say, hey, we, we've learned a great deal about your district. Yeah. And we're giving you this as a plan. I, I would suggest, you know, as best we can while we still have one. Right. Hey, what would you recommend as we have, you know, all these four or five major teams, yeah. which are qualified, which are quantifiable? And is there a suggestion that we may have as a basis? But at what point is it the administration's plan and not the consultant's plan? Next week? I think after July 24th. Sounds like yeah. you guys have 
Yeah. Yeah, like I can folks a bit at least for me like I, I um because I was asking Jeff some of these questions earlier and he in some ways it's almost between you know what are we saying what's the public saying you know this is what the plan is looking like and then you've got the whole administration is this is this realistic right and and it's I think it's really important that it is you know becomes our Right. You know, and, and there could be things in there that like, hey, that's incredible. Like, I, I don't know that. Right. right. So um, I, I do, you know, Will, I think it, I, I, I actually value what you're going to share. I know you were a bit of a doubter. It says, hey, we do all this six weeks. It costs a lot of money. Yeah, six weeks is fast. So, um, it, my, my opinion, take it forward, is. And I'm not in the boots before, but I'm just looking at the calendar. So, what I'm assuming we get next week or some point is is a plan, a draft plan that the administration has blessed and the subcommittee has blessed. Correct. After which, I would want to put a suggestion would be a session a public session where that plan is read back out and shared with the public not just in a document but as a as a presentation that people can you know share questions and, and input prior to the july 20th book so my understanding right now is that there's going to be a two-week window right so again i'm assuming without in here that jeff's going to send out something too the parents and there will be something for the community as well to read through and then submit feedback. Yes, it's so that part that I'm saying. As well. Yes, I, I'm I'm saying that might be a good opportunity because that, like sometimes you just share things, right? And they're they're interpreted, and you know you don't have the context, and you can't ask a follow up question, then you make assumptions about what it is. I guess I, I think there's value in having somebody speak to it. As well as sharing it, I'm not saying not the, not of course do the share the whole thing as planned, but I would also layer in a come hear about the plan type session. Knowing that it's July, I wonder if when Jeff sends that out, he asks if people want something like that. Just because I would hate to ask, to have, I would hate to have a presentation put together for July twentieth or something, and no one shows up. Right? You could do um, some office hours thing. Where it's two, two of us uh, at a couple of times, library to meet and discuss the plan if you want to come here for a Yeah, I just think, you know, when you just put something out and then you ask people to respond to it and there's not the opportunity to have a discussion, then there's misunderstanding, right? And so I would want people to have the opportunity to say, hey, can you clarify for me what this? I don't, you know, I don't know where you're going with this language. Where did this come from? Well, as I think, what I'm trying to do is separate the right that input feedback discussion from the actual vote, because I want to make sure that we have a chance to internalize and, and hear that. So the 24th could be the presentation of it. The August meeting be the vote on it. Yeah, I think there's a fine line. I think there's the 
want to, if there's elements of the plan, they're going to be operationalizing in September. There's benefits to having improvements. It's kind of like I had some of the same questions around when we were whether or not we voted on the solar ability to execute. And probably in the back of my head was you know, the classic why now? Why vote now? In some cases, so that they can continue to progress and move forward. Yeah. So as I watch this process play out, I do recognize this. I mean, we we um, did vote in our the two members from our group to represent been out there. You know, I think eventually we're going to get passed. And I might say, hey, I don't like this word, right? Why not this versus that? Um, but I, I I think we all have the opportunity on the way it's slated right now, on July twenty fourth to say it's voting. So now we have some this. But I. I just I, I, I want to make sure that we're in office hours to answer questions around how we got here and what that means is one thing. Um, gaining as much feedback as we possibly can is, is important, but there is a, a goal to try to get strategic like, plan. Yeah, I don't think like recognize that 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 is that is what we're targeting. Yeah, so, no objection right. to trying to get to that vote by the end of July. Purposes of allowing us to get going with the plan. But I'm just in the weeks leading up to that, I'm just saying, as opposed to just sending it out flat, create some forum, set of forms. I don't know what it is, but just so that people, you know, here, read it. And then if you have questions, you can come ask them or, and we'll talk through it or something. I don't know. But I mean, like what you're saying, we can, yeah. we can talk about that tomorrow. Yeah. We might be, hey, you know, on, on a, there's a Zoom event and there's a live event. One of them is July 10th, one of them is July, July 20th. Just like we've done it, those have been values. You know, the, those that choose to you know, join gave us good input. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering if we're doing it, you do that within the that time, right? Yeah. Um, I didn't sit on the committee, so I, I'm not one to, you know, yeah, no, was, we could open a listening session as a meeting, too. But I mean, the, between the 24th and the 22nd, like uh, straight up honest, is there absence of the strategic plan? I mean, it's going to change your program in the 22nd. Yeah. So, what are you They had an administrative retreat on the 22nd. Oh, uh, well, August. Of August, they were doing their plan. So between now and then, they're planning that discuss what the rules are for the you know, upcoming school year. So having the strategic plan voted allows well, them to prepare. Yeah. It also coincides with uh, the consultants who take it back and get it all ready to be launched on the website. They use a graphic design to put everything together. So any delay in that space is one of major delay at the week. Something that everybody so we should plan another meeting that's done soon as the as soon as the plan is available. Yep. And publicly and the date now. And I know some of us are traveling, but probably do it. I I see the sometimes I always say, you know, the 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 use of Zoom though I think makes it a little easier, but as you know, I mean 
a chunk of Medfield and relocates to Cape Cod, you know, in July. I mean, you can make it five, but you made it ten people. I think feedback is welcome. Yes, but it's like just the plan itself is now like that's something to react to, right? That's. I mean, I think we should have a meeting during those two weeks. I mean, Kristen's point makes sense. I want to hear from the community. We're trying to build the partnership. That makes sense. And the only reason I'm not speaking totally is because it's like Jeff's not like Michelle and I can get on there. And like I, I can commit to a Zoom time in those two weeks, you know, between when it gets released and before July 24. And then we can share. Like, and I don't want to speak for Michelle, but I'm, I'm happy to do that. I'm just not sure uh, if the community wants. I'm not sure I'll have all the answers because, like, I didn't even know they were meeting yesterday. Right? Like, part of the leadership team took the strategic plan yesterday and did some stuff to it. And I didn't know that was happening. Um, so I just, I don't know if, if like, Michelle and I, I just want to clarify. As far as I know, reviewing the key tenants of the plan, beginning to help the administration understand this. Yeah. Right? Like, that's, sure. I mean, that's, what I, that's my, my interest. I don't want to. I just mean for Kristen for your for this meeting. I don't know if it's most beneficial just me and Michelle because we're here from the community and that's what we represent. Or if like Jeff should be there or all three of us should be there. But like I'm down. I think more uh, opportunity, even if people don't show up for a presentation for us to be there is good. He's doing our job very well, so I'm in. I just don't know if like just me being there like answering all the questions because I'm a little nervous. Uh, you know, there's 30 people in the room. These guys back yesterday, and just, like I just, I'm happy to do it. But not just me. Right. I think the concept of an office hours would be appropriate. Some members who are part of this, yeah, generally, would be, we would we would want to sponsor that. High level, right. and if if I attended without, I guess I have to look for that. Attending, if that's you have know, we on the panel, you just be an attendee. Yeah, but I, we, that's why I make it so we do that. Make it a formal meeting. Yeah, just make it a meeting. So if we make it a full meeting, which I'm all supportive of, it's just have I, I recognize it was challenging to get everybody together. No, so we'll do it on Zoom. Zoom. We'll just do it on Zoom. Because he's on the cake. No, I understand that. It's appropriate. Half the world is not at home. Right. That's why a Zoom meeting, encouraging people. Listen. So we have to see what happens. It's a listening session. We just take up to how many people on our Zoom? 500. So, other than show up the channel, yes. Um, you know, uh, so do we want to set the date for that right now? I just think we need to check. Yeah, let's check. Yeah, we have, we have, we have, right? Well, and I think Jeff should be here, and I think we all should be there to hear feedback so that we can vote according. Yes, so we're all done. Yes, Saturday between now and July. And so, and before exiting that topic, and then I think the other, let's just not lose sight of the measurement framework, you know, trying to gather more information. Well, I think exactly. this will help us will get help there, that. though, right? Because then you'll also maybe come up with some ideas on what people would expect to see, and then that will help guide some of the things that you want to show us next. Right. I think, you know, and it's, what's a, I mean, I know we've kind of settled back into our original meeting pattern, but during the pandemic, we met every week, right? And that was with 
address the legally what was coming up there, right? Because that may be changing all the time. This is our strategic plan. We can throw one month, we can have another meeting <laughs> to just address it for the next, you know, for how many years it's going to be our plan. So I think this is right. Not a big deal. I guess my my next thing would be then when you read it, think about it. Yes. Yeah, think about it. It's great. Again, we don't have to have all the answers here right now. And I'm, I'm very interested to hear about it as well. Because I think we don't always have to be reinventing the wheel all the time. Like other people have already probably so, done this in a way that we can take bits and pieces of order to make it work for us. And I don't think it's unfair to ask them. I mean, probably a measurement rubric to an action item for the instance plan. Right. There's a reason that there's these action items were put on the plan. Not no, and they did. It. They said very, like, again, high level, they yeah. said that some, they had one town that did, like, I think, like, a station that was And then you can always, the, anyone in the community could go on the website and see there was, like, a red light for stuff that hadn't been started yet, yellow, yellow light for stuff that had been, it was in progress, and green light for stuff that had been completed. But then, the community would always be able to see that, so we would have to decide what we wanted to look like there because gotcha. we didn't necessarily that like works for us, but and, and I think just clear my lively experience for sure. Right, right. Nothing worse than rushing to get the right. quantitative measurement of there that can be interpreted nine right. different ways. Yeah. Right. Like so so I I'm just the way I'm thinking of it, one, I, I really do want to hear. How other districts have begun to introduce this, and I think of it again. Unfortunately, Chris is not here. I think of it as evolution. Evolution. But, yeah. it's, it's, I think one of the things that escapes yeah, education quite a bit is things like what's the expectation of completion, right? What is the what is the um, roadmap look like to complete this, right? We expect to be at fifty percent by this date. We expect to be at seventy five percent by this date. We expect to be at hundred by this date, right? I think those are not those are very like in healthcare and, and right. I won't say public sector. I just think in case well, there there are some that are so obvious, yeah, and there are some that are it, it's um, well, you're always working towards right. I mean, the capital and Mike talk about the capital plan. The capital plan is always working towards something, right? Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, it was like it was a lot easier like during COVID to get a scorecard. It was so crystal clear like how many. Absentees to have, you know, like what are how many cases? At one point when we knew we had major budget shortfall, we were reporting. Yeah, you know, and it, we we should do more of that. Some of some of that is as quantitative as low hanging You can add some quantitative data to quality, right? So so yeah, like again, Chris asked the question. Like, like first thing I wanted to begin with is talk about okay, how do we think? Right. I, I wasn't thinking of it as we were going to have that framework introduced. Like, first one was one individual on a committee up and running. I just think that would be wrong. Versus us. But well, I would say right first. This goes back to this goes back to administration time. Cell phone scene, it's 
school today. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Need the teacher <laughs> We've got cameras now. We just need to train the cameras to pick up on the cell phones. This might be a great transition, but we do have the teacher. <laughs> I'm using your oh, I got, yeah, I got to. The teachers need to build administration skills for the two, but all the way up to yeah. So good. Um, and my my thought um on this, these the first few topics, all three of these would be a little meatier. So there's one thing about the um do we want to Idea of 
Like the, the bus contract that was two years, so you're saying the last time it happened was 2021, therefore it must be discussed again this April. So, so three-year three year contract will be um, option to extend it for two years. Yeah. So my recommendation would be that you guys need to look at the the people will see what the bits come in. If two-year extension, if less than the participant, it would be all the contract. If the current bids come in less than what you mentioned, then we go with the new bid. But you have an option, and usually that we have to fill up the bid sometime in November, right? Um, and then you guys don't have to make a decision until Monday and April. So even if it's, if it's, does that need to be then? Town hall is 
that we that we found here and what we put in front and when did we see the first proposed budget? That's what I'm asking. 
So October 1st or before then, Mike is going to send an email to all department heads asking them for their predictions for something that's going to happen almost a year later. Mm -hmm. Right. And as a former department head, it's your best guess that changes all throughout the year. Right. And yeah. so, and they, you know, um, and then it's all give and take internally too. Um, fortunately, sometimes it's usually I gotta give, and sometimes it's FTEs, right? And sometimes it's uh, you know supplies, whatever the case may be. So, so can you about your calendar? These dates are set according to the charts and contracts. Yep. Right? So you can. That's why I'm saying that here, maybe because this is your document. Yeah. You can say I want to. So we know that we have to submit our budget to the county administrator by January 31st. So you can work backwards from this, right? Because there's certain requirements that we have to meet and say, okay, I want to add something here. Yeah. This becomes your document. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying up on your template, you don't have to be that specific. You have to be specific in the budget calendar that you issue to the public. Yes. We could have a discussion in December of the first draft, right? But it's always going to be shown. Well, as soon as the information, let's put it this way: as soon as the information is presented as a proposed budget, as soon as that information is now publicly available, people are seeing numbers and reacting to them. We have now a public hearing. Then he gave it words. So we live to. Um, meetings in January. So, so you can see here, December is when we get that. Yeah. We have a, a meeting in January and then we have a public hearing. So there are three different opportunities for public um, to speak directly to the public. And there's no reason why we can add it to the agenda item in December if we get it before the December meeting. Is just and so that's, that's the solution, right? Like Thing comes out in December, the first January meeting, you want to have the public hearing, the second January meeting, you have the public. Yeah, so, so I have to lots of time to digest. Okay, so, so I'm just giving an example. So, this, this past year, our community that you guys adopted the budget calendar on October. Okay, so which we start the process on October 1st, but you guys adopted it on October 13th. Our first presentation to uh, the school meeting is December 8th. And then, you know, from there, our, you know, we did, uh, we continued to review and then preliminary, you know, on January 12th. Then there was a public hearing on January 26th, and we submitted it on January 26th. So there was, and that's what I'm saying, you guys dictate how this calendar looks like. So we could say on the November meeting that after the principal opening report, <laughs> what the first presentation of the budget like. No, 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 That way it's out there. There's a December presentation. Everybody's heard it. The data's available. Just 
chance to consume it, come share their you know feedback after discussion, but in a two-way way. And then we can all feel like we've done our due diligence when we go to vote that we've got all of the available information. I don't not to say we haven't felt that way, but like I feel good just having a chance to we can plan out that. Yeah, no, I, I totally support it. Yeah, like I think the tricky part that we're like there's a negotiation, there's a secondary negotiation. It's, it's, it, we can approve whatever we want. Oh, yeah, yeah. We want to get the support from the warrant committee. Correct. Yeah. Eventually, the, the, the um, objective is to get the support. Yeah. So, getting that, I think, is I'm all for it. Okay. Yeah. I'm all for it. We can, there are different reasons why sometimes we have to vote and we vote again and we vote again. Budget might be changing. We might vote for $80 million budget. And it doesn't hit us until April, then there's no chance. So, you know, like, um, but I, I, I'm. Yeah, I know this one has multiple sessions. Yeah, we're running, it makes sense to me, running two meetings in January. Yeah, we just reverse, if that is the order, the public hearing on the first one. And I think the deadline typically is about like 60 days before town meeting. January 1st, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the. So But you have a chance to put the budget down we try to get all our meetings done the Alternatively, 
there's going to be um, it, it's going to be fluid based on what's happening in this the world. Whether other other topics you say it might. Why don't that's why or so? Yeah, so so again, what you see here is just you know, what happens over the night. Yeah, yeah. And this is where you know you have some topics where you say, okay, you know, the month of November yeah, yeah, there is like I, I think it's voices are directionally accurate as what we're speaking, might be looking like at the here. That's how I look at this. It's never like right. there are there are reasons why some things will wind up there or not. It's just um, part of like I, I'm thinking about efficiency. We all get together, are the meetings. Consistent with what we think are the right priorities. Yeah, I think this is uh, super helpful being there in terms of like if they're the right priorities, Tim. I just I don't know yet. Well, I've been like my first year cycle, but this is super helpful to see this. So, you know, we can have we, we can see things coming up and talk to the town. And frankly, I think the two on the bottom is the, the ongoing the, the bus fees and school start times. I think those are going to take up a lot of time next year throughout. And I think that's where. We need to get a lot of feedback from our from, from, from whatever the people we represent. Really. But uh, yeah, I think this is super helpful to, to see the flow. And I think, like, to Kristen's point, and Michael, like the budgets, one of the biggest things we do, I think they all said. So it's nice to see this again because last year we hopped on, you know, right before the town meeting, and we didn't know that. So I think this is this is uh, and, and that's kind of like it's interesting too. You say like the bus fees, the school start times. The, the conversation around mobile devices, which we want, you know, like we can, I, I own personally want to say, hey, let's do this policy. You know, so like those, those are conversations that involve the community. You know, they, they impact. But, but then I, I kind of think about it as like, okay, what are the, what are some of those ongoing topics that are bigger ones that we think we, we are going to be able to have capacity for? You know, which, which is kind of a precursor because I think we are going to get into school start time. That, that's kind of did, did you want to draft for the year now, or did you want to I wasn't put asking, it on there and then draft later? Or yeah, I wasn't intended to draft for the year. Okay. This was to give you um, give us as a group a directional picture of what the year might look like. Okay. Um, start to just you know, so you start thinking about it. You know, like on the agenda. Yeah, yeah, at any given time, yeah. Right. So, yeah. so I don't, I don't expect like much change. It, it, it is, and I think there's, it does then eventually get to like what's our typical agendas. I think we've moved a little bit this year where we did some, some things like the, you know, whatever the, the way we vote in minutes and stuff. Oh, sometimes people, some of the districts, let's say, each of your major topics from the strategic plan are the major bullets and then the sub bullets underneath. It, that's an option. There's some benefits to it in some ways because you might have topic of X and for four meetings in a row, there's nothing. It might be just an indicator to us, hey, are we really giving this the attention that we deserve? You know, it, it eventually, is, this kind of leads to, hey, how are we structuring that? We, we do new business, old business, I think that's what we're doing. Some kind of really final 
Oh, you just got to it before. It's the first time being that, You know, that, that could be a place where we run. Okay, if these are the big four or five things from a strategic plan, we, we should be thinking about our agendas the way because it always brings us back to that strategic plan. Well, I guess what I would like to see, we got to the next level of detail, but from the higher level, it would be great if by August we could publish. Like, so today we have the dates, the meeting dates are published. If we could publish the meeting dates with some of like the known topics, like the ones that we likely expect aren't happening, some of those ones that have date determinations with them. I think we can do that for public hearings. Yes. I worry about putting too much on it. Again, uh, Situations where we can miss the deadline and then we have to change the meeting or do things like that. Just it's all the And it's additional information. Yeah, and but we have some time. So, so, so I just think, yeah, we're, we're looking at it as the pros, the buffer, just a great carpet. And awareness of topics. That gives us more For time us. and all of more time. It's all, what would be the negatives? The, the negatives are. And being nimble enough to be able to see what's going on in the district. And in some cases, it's forcing the meeting to try to finalize the agenda. I would say we would always want to hold it the week before, which is okay. Right? So we try to hold that up on Fridays, which is completely okay. And then as we move towards 72 versus 48, 
it just becomes that's the expectation. Because for pride. There was a, there were some addendums that came out this this past year, well in front of right? I'm just like make that a goal. Like it, we know legally, right? It is what it is, but we can probably for us to oversee that. And I think it would be helpful then too, so that we felt like we had enough time to say, oh, okay, this is what, you know, and then we're tied up for the next two days and whatever else, like we still have a chance to consume it and prepare. Yeah, I'm not, I don't have an issue three days versus two. And, and I, I look at it, like even where I first said it, I think we've covered big part of those. Are we tackling topics that may or may not, should or should not be there? And then if that's um, a big problem of ours, if it's maybe three days and two, three days. I I haven't seen any genuine requests coming through to this chair since I so this means we don't help that up in days. And they look come to you. So you did probably a lot during the pandemic and other things that were happening, maybe. Okay. Or pandemic is standard things. But, uh, you know, generally you'll get, I get more of a, a, a direct question. Someone called me and said, and if it's something that's agenda worthy. I you just it. passed that on. Yeah. yeah. But I don't, I, I haven't seen any, like, I haven't seen anything. So I'd like to see this on. And how can it be agenda? Right. No, I, I mean, I think about it. It's, it's, um, it's the meetings, the blood cancer meetings. It's what are we going what is the intention for whether it's, you know, curriculum or something that the administration is covering? How are we looking at it? What type of information do we want in order to make that help our committee educate and learn? Um, in some cases, I'll be probably candidate. I think sometimes. The, um, I don't want in, in overwhelmingly amount of information administration. Um, I want the name, right? It's just what is it? What is it we're trying to do, or what is it that had, what was the purpose behind it? What was the process that they went through? You know, and what, what is the result? What is the recommendation? It's a, you know, so 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 sometimes I think those those are more. How do you measure success? Excuse me. How do you measure success? Uh, yeah, so it's it's not so much as, um, and Chris, that's the drumbeat the way it is right now. You use the agenda as a force. Talk about some bigger things. Sometimes it's not this week on next week's agenda. Maybe it says it's going to be the future. So, but I don't have it. Andre, as, as well, last time you were posting this, maybe Ed doesn't pick one person. Right? I think um, the only thing, too, is when you change it, you can always change it. Like here, we changed it. I think there was a minister there that um, we were trying to figure out what's the best agenda. It was workshop. Um, and then we realized, wait a minute, that's a holiday. Happen, then then things get crossed out. Is that normal? Yeah, you're, you're supposed to indicate on the closing what was changed so that it's a clear, you know, so it's clear that what was the original agenda, what what we um, updated or changed. 
for the revised agenda. So, so as a general, we try not to change. Once you get used to it, I, I think when we started, there was four hours, three hours. So we get to get used to it. Forty-eight is the requirement, right? Yeah. Forty-eight is the requirement. Um, any other topic on this? Um, I, I was talking to some town, actually, from other history as well. Um, the high school student advisory. I love having students at that for a certain portion. Um, I feel like sometimes it's overweighted towards high school and does not keep our eye on the entire district. So, because what you'll do, what you have is the Spokesperson freshman and um, this is just Tim Knight. Like, just an idea. Like, I kind of think about like, hey, might we have somebody like you know, there's a certain maturity factor that we have to recognize, but at least opportunities for the other schools to come forward. Maybe they have a student helping represent what they're doing, you know? as opposed to I think it's it's either three or four times a year. We do have that way to hear somebody from the school sitting, joining our meetings, and then you have each class. But that's just something that I, you know, we talk about equitable. I just think it's like, hey, is that the best way to represent everything we're doing? So you want something represented from Blake and from Yale, maybe to get on it, like in the loop? Something like that, yeah. Like, sure. And I, I'll be honest, it's like, um, it, it might be if it gets into this calendar, but it, it's like we do have the beginning opening year report from principals. We brought in the site council representatives. Um, they usually use that, they prepare for it, think about it. So, yeah, it would be an opportunity for whether it's the student government and or others to say, hey, we want to tell the school. Church. Seeing the kids is the fun part. I don't know that's all. Yeah, I think you're quoting. <laughs> no, no, but it's true. But I just, I, yeah, that's the ask. Let's ask, uh, you know, Nat. And uh, I don't know how, to your point, I don't know how low we go in the ages. It's seven o'clock at night, you know, or whatever factors they are. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's it, some meetings we get to it's, like, so. it's, it's good to see them, right? It makes us all smile. Reminds us why we're doing this. But then the other side is, if you want to, I'm, I'm in, but the other side would be like, do they add that much value if we're trying to blow through the budget stuff? But I say yes. If you're gonna put a middle school school committee member on it, or whatever they call it, student council person on it. Sure. Yeah, like it would be it, so so just and that's part of what the workshop is. I think sometimes it's and Kristen, you said action item to action item. Sometimes it's like, hey, let's solve that. You know, might we do something a little bit? Um, last year we said we think reporting on the I mean, you could bring them in November, right? The November meeting with the principal opening report. We could ask the parent of the site council last year, and they spoke, uh, you know, about what was going on the site council. But maybe that's where we ask for a Blake and then Dale student or something to come as well, right? Because then they're with their principals, they'll know what they're talking about. Like, if you're funny, I'll that the lightning. 
<laughs> or, but I, I actually, I think that maybe that or it's because I think end of year update right now or beginning of the year is it's, it's a little something. What happened to the opening? I think we want to say council, what is it? Yes, probably not as a report. Right. Um, I'm using in one of the schools during the school day. Mm -hmm. Big school committee meeting in the middle of the school day mm -hmm. at one of the schools with the city council. Okay. No, I, I, like I think I, I think there was this. I don't want to um, spend too much time, but thinking a little outside the box, right? Like within staying within the mission, what we're, we're being asked to do. No, I. Their school start times to try to look for 
their general thoughts on how they went about doing this. Um, so I wanted to just talk again about the high level on what some of these um, districts have done and then kind of get your guys' thoughts on what, what we should be doing there. Um, I feel like one of my big takeaways when I was looking at a lot of these other districts is they it took a really long time for the school committee to be able to vote because there was a really lengthy process around understanding and perspective, right? So I feel like the beauty of the amount of towns that have already done this and the amount of data and research out there is I don't think we need to spend, I personally don't think we need to spend an entire year to understand the benefits of this. I think we can um, do some education around why we might think that this could be beneficial for um, our student population um, and then look at like what we would need to do in order to go and if it's possible then yes. I think that's what we're actually looking at. Um, so one of the things that would have to happen is uh, Jeff's obviously not here but um, he would do a superintendent task force um, and some of the things that the task force might be um, looking at would be um, is it good or not, right? So that would be part one. Is it feasible? Um, kind of the different gotchas that you might have with the different challenges or kind of restrictions that might be in that space. Um, that committee also may be focusing on uh, education, right? So they may be holding different sessions, uh, different feedback sessions, different forums to gather information from the public. Uh, a lot of districts have brought in um, some sleep experts to kind of present to the community about why this is valuable and why this is something that we should be looking into and considering. Um, and then one of the things that one of the districts that I thought was interesting is they actually established um, guiding principles for the school committee to be able to make a decision. So basically if the committee goes and does all this research and does all of this stuff and gets all this community impact, then presents to the school committee on, you know, these are the these are the times that we feel like would make sense. Um, what we would be looking at is some of the principles on how to do that, how to make a decision around this, right? So it's not our gut instinct. So they looked at um, the impact on student well-being, physical, mental health, and academic performance, impact on family and staff schedules, work schedules, or an after school care, um, homework, impact on extracurricular activities, athletic, drama, music, club, um, as well as after school jobs. Uh, any additional cost to families or the district um, around transportation costs, as well as before and after school uh, care costs. Some districts had to hire additional consultants to do this, and other districts also had to coordinate with um, surrounding communities just because of how their, their buses work, right? So some of those regional places. Um, let's see what else I had. Uh, surveys, so lots of them did surveys out to the um, public. So there's different data points in regards to like survey questions that you would ask, beginning um, insight from the community of what we're doing here. Um, and I think one of the additional points of friction, major concerns that a lot of the community had was that they didn't want, if the elementary school was going to be earlier, they didn't want children in the dark, literally standing in the dark in the morning. Um, so those are kind of the higher level things that I found when I get to this. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on this? And what are some things that, that we should be thinking about moving forward with this? He went through this chair in the book. Fifteen years ago. Yeah, we did one of the first. Yeah, Ashley was the chair very early in this. 
Um, I had a little gig in the athletics with the biggest hurdle, but maybe because we were the only ones. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot of that, a lot of negotiation pushed everybody else later who we were playing against. So, um, transportation is the other one because we don't want your kids in the dark. It's a huge one, and you don't want them waking up earlier. And two, it's hard to get you know, elementary students. They have to go earlier because it's super stressful. Right. You know, I think one of the benefits we have is our middle and high school are coming together, so um, so they can that the opportunities. But the middle school have to start later too. Um, so I think those are the major questions uh, that, that we, we ran into. Theodore um, with uh, you know adding buses, so they have buses at the same time. I don't think that's a lot of cost. Traffic is also a concern if we're going to do that type of model. Yeah. Um, the recommendations, though, sorry, is. Is the recommendation a later time for the middle school and the high school? It's specifically high school. It's targeted. It all agrees specifically about high school, high school adolescents even more so. And what it, is there a what have other towns changed it to? I guess let me ask it that Eight way. It depends. I mean, Westwood's actually moving the road in like three minutes. I think they're starting at 745 here. So the uh, yeah, the recommendation from a perspective. That's not really going to solve the problem, but they were at seven fifteen. I think they were a little bit earlier than us. So they were oh, no, yeah, less than seven thirty. But um, when did the wrong guys start? Seven thirty. Seven thirty. And our middle school is seven thirty. Right. Well, for the first. They have real school by seven twenty. Oh, okay. So you're you're talking about the when they're in versus when they got it. So it's seven twenty, seven forty. Um, many of the the schools that have done this have pushed the high school to start at So between eight and eight thirty, that is it's not. But you will find sleep experts that will say it's ten. And actually, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious, and I feel like those people should have sleep. So when we say eight or eight thirty, like the sleep experts think the kids shouldn't be going to school till ten or ten thirty. Some get at 7 30, and then small groups like get there at 9 30, just because we have a rotating schedule. So, like, oh, so they're allowed to take their previous state. Yeah. Yeah. They're, uh, you know, yeah. fresh, freshmen and sophomores have to be there, but uh, 11th and 12th graders, if it's open. And even the, the freshmen and sophomores, I'm pretty sure if you're, if you're directed research, they call them the first and last block, you can get there as far as So, both days are seven thirty seven. Um, uh, the boss is, uh, I don't know, not that I get sick, but there might be two shots at it, Michael. Be honest, but it's like the school is fourteen hundred kids, and there's like not a ton of buses in the school. Yeah. 
this too. Which that will allow is my theory, but that's my hard data point on the next topic of like if you charge bus fees, then does that one drop? Right? Because if you're in a community where there are people um but yeah for the start, I mean I've you know done some research through some of those things like the later the better. Um, and it's just logistics. I think we, you know, it's transportation and traffic and our teachers and, and coverage for that. But like those yeah, are those are part of this, but again, like I don't personally believe it's a leader to, to understand that this is the outlets in the city, which is what I saw in all these. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, I'll, I'll, like the same with the phones, right? Yeah. If you guys want me to vote right now, I'm happy to vote. Conversations with people like, what do you mean they should sleep till 10? I can show you, like, Dr. Seisler and you know, the other people who have the information. I guess, I mean, from the community's perspective, it's like the pros, the cons, and the unknowns, right, would be the things that we want to understand so that um, there may be a recommendation on the other side of it. They get this is how we got to that place, you know, because the pros outweigh the cons, or, you know, whatever, whatever. But I think clearly seeing like, this is the upside, this is the downside, and here's the stuff that we gotta go off and figure out. And we don't know, but if we can't, this isn't an upside or downside yet, it's just an unknown. It would be helpful. Uh, so I, think, uh, I think it wasn't just the start of that now. They said that a half an hour would become a trend. Yeah. So, um, so is it really making a difference to engagement from the school day? So I think getting some, so maybe it's, not just that, maybe it is, you know, the adoption of an open campus policy where they, you know, they don't have a first period, they have to study the first period, you know, they can continue, right? Um, you know, and they might have other items like that to deal with they get, but it could be an entire plan, not just the time. I think the difference that we have though in our community is, just as I have always understood it, is that we tend to have both parents and households meeting. Whereas policy, I don't know the demographic well enough to make that assumption, but there may be more flexibility there with those kids being able to stay home. Well, and this could be maybe that is a you know that could be a busing item yeah. too, right? Where it's perhaps we need a um when I say a late bus, not late in the afternoon, late in the morning, right? That those strategic spots along the way or something to facilitate that. You know, our town is also quite small, so um, you know, it's a uh, square mile, but it's, you know, not very good, you know, fraction of the So, yeah, it's just, we have some routes that are difficult to get to, when they're probable. And so we have to um, take that into consideration that when you're on the full routes, that there's nothing in the middle, so you have to go to the other is it going to be more important? It's done in the middle, there are other issues, and the one is, scheduling piece too maybe we have areas where they you know a little more relaxed vacation from the school you know take an extra nap you know what I mean because, they, they, because they don't have their cell phones school rooms they they right now I it's the me um I took 
No, so I loved um, the typically a structure that might be a good place for structure. You said um, one of them towns, you have a superintendent task force. Yeah. And what we're asking the task force to do is, you know, is it good and what? Logistics, or is it feasible? I would think surveys from the public. It's just in there. You know, I love the guiding principles, like, hey, the framework was student well-being, work schedule, extracurriculars, financial impact. Proposal yeah. and have it by the beginning, you know, have it in November. Part, part of what Michelle, I think we can do today is if you were to try to vote on it, we can start that. Is it a one year process? If you wanted to vote on it, so, 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 I would add like history on this because this is the first time it's been. So there have been districts that Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, the districts that I said are well, it's a two year process. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, the reason why it's a two year is because staff have a year to prepare for childcare and schedule to the next time. You can't do it overnight. Right. Um, so, that was one of the factors, right. right? That the two year one. So, um, you give parents within the community the flexibility to put their next schedule and whatever you want to do with their schedule. But it is going to be that kind of good year to prepare for it. Um, you know, the successful emergence have been the two year process. The ones that we last year have gone more with different things and have to tweak and tweak and tweak to get But in that space, something like having a proposal to vote on in the March, January, March, single spring timeline, but then closing the that doesn't sort of affect the whole year. That's what yeah, you're so you know, and, and you have to negotiate, right? So you can't really have to plan anything yeah. in January because, to my experience, I don't think the union would give at least flexibility there, yeah. yeah so, my but, but I, and I think you know, I, the, the union usually would take a little bit longer to negotiate these types of changes that you know they're not going to come back to you know. Right. Generally, say yeah. I think they want a little bit more time to look at it in different ways because they're also looking at their residents right. to you know, their representatives to you know, look at it in their favor. Um, and that's why I'm not understanding it. it, it it's, it's a lot of process that you really think, you know, could yeah. you get something out by January? I'm not saying you can't. It's just it's interesting. I guess I'm looking at what they ask is if you want to give the task force a specific deadline, what are we targeting them with? Yeah. And then because I'm assuming they're not going to be converging at meetings, right? Correct. It's, it, it, it would be a policy. Right. You do, you would want a two year rent on that task force. Right. I think that's important. Right. That they have a voice on the task force. Lots of people have the AD on the task force as well. I think that's important also, but I don't, I'd also think that you must have to look at our performance parts of the problem. Yeah. If that's the case, that's a, you know, that's a big department thing that too. And they do a lot of things after school. Right. So I think, you know, if you're going to have the AD, you might want the performance parts of the record. Yeah. They have possible site. Um, because everything you do is Right. Yeah, if you're testing stuck at the elementary school, you need to be talking to Matt and Matt's yeah. care. 
So that's the, yeah. like if, if you follow okay. 25 gives you the you know mitigates the rush and tweet. Well, you can with your 20, 25 if you get here. Right. But for parents and staff to get to the next schedule, I would say it's long. Yeah. So that's right. two years out. That's, that's yeah, follow 25. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, he's no, okay, thank you. Yes. Okay. Same thing I started with. Okay. So if you're gonna do that, then you would want to have by spring of 2024 an agreed upon plan. So you want a proposal by December of 2023. 
from the task force? From the task force. As part of the task okay. force, you're going to want to look at all that list, including the schedule of the high school, because the may need to schedule adjustments. You know, how the schedule can help accommodate some of this too. And I don't know what there is any internal conversations about the current schedule as well. I don't know. They just updated everything, right? It rotates now. Yeah, they really like it. Yeah, it rotates now, which is better. It wasn't rotating before. They just did. They just did. They just did. Well, now it's better. I, don't, I, mean, I just I think it's good and flex time is all great. So yeah, if we can do this without adjusting yeah. the schedule, I think that is a that's a quicker lot quicker way to finish. So initiate a task force with a set of goals to kick off in September. Sure. Have a proposal by January and see how the teachers want to. Who's guiding it? Yeah. We're generally getting the task force with what it wants our recommendations on. We would be. Um, yeah, ask you to go into a similar task force. Yeah. And it's not covering the specific. Yeah, I think most of them had some languages to the exact some varied in time. Some had staff from each school, some had you know, parents, high school students, building administrators, central office. All of them. Yeah. So, so I think in a high level we could ask the analysis give us an outline on what we ask for yeah, in line with what we described, you know, best practice from other schools. One of the notes I have on that is Yeah. We think we want to even provide some goals and recommendations, right? I think we've got our hands. Yeah. And then uh, currently, what's the, who's the driving factor on this kind of besides the past? Is it the parents and the coaches? And Sharon, apparently, was the superintendent. Yeah. I was the superintendent at the time. Really yeah. Yeah, so it's a good answer. It is, yeah. The data that it's also again, like if you look at what's happening state level, there are many. There's been a push for legislation to be pushed to do this. There's been pushed back on the legislation because there's such a cost differential between each municipality that the legislation doesn't support uh, that because you don't know what that looks like. But there is again, like state. I could sit around and wait for yeah. 90 minutes to wait for a bus to go to something. Just just bad. Oh, yeah, I mean, most of them just, yeah. So, so it's probably not a list. Those are comments. 
So, so I mean, if you look at our athletic schedule, I'm not saying so. I would say 70% of the games are like half the full ball. What it is affecting that, again, this is another thing that should be considered among the communities is it affects youth sports because it pushes those kids. Yes, Sometimes you can't practice if you're not there training at night because the high school teams are, are practicing now later or before the games are running. Um, so that's kind of just giving you a scenario where there in communities where they don't have any fields, that has become a major issue because they don't have lights. So, you know. It's hard to say as a matter of recommendation on how much time we're talking about here. We can like these jobs, right? They're used to like picking up a 2.30 shift at Brothers or something. Now, now it's three. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, why I wanna, that's why I'm really, to be honest, I'm wondering, aside from the that 90 minute waiting period allows me to get home that afternoon. And their phones, right? Um, that's why I'm wondering, is the 30 minutes, I want to hear about the experts, and is it worth the 30 minutes? Not going to 10 30. Right. Okay. So, you know. Yeah, right. Yes. What was that? I think it's a little bit slower. I'm just saying, maybe yeah. 8 30. Where's the breaking point of actual value? I appreciate that sort of skin. This is where it's so warm. So let's agree. What could this something like such as the nature of the populator that they could wind up? So why don't we leave it though? We're not, that's why we're asking for the why. Maybe it's, it's no asking. Dr. Mars, at least track of the plan. Definitely wants to be a search for the primary sources. And it's a better question on these. We can do a checkpoint with us. And before the year calendar, or we can check on you. Like a checkpoint could be hey, we've conducted research, we have a pretty good plan for the end of the calendar. Might that allow us to say, hey, they've done some surveys, we could actually go this Right. Or the checkpoint could be. We've done some research based on surveys and through these other logistical factors. We would like to go back to March, yeah. April. right? And then I think that it's obvious. It's, 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 there's no wrong answer. Okay. I like to show this sentence. Other communities have done this, and from their experience, they can share information. Mm -hmm. I think, like, at the end of that, what our communities did, and it's taken a She's done amazing. And she's already done a lot. You know, they didn't think about, you know, they didn't think about how to make the sports, right? They didn't build the things that they learned afterwards. And we think that. Right. Yeah, I think this is another example of like, uh, there's so many other districts that have done this that we can take uh, 
lessons from it and then you know kind of see like what we want to be looking at or what what are some of the challenges that um that they face that we can prepare ourselves i guess with regards to like uh, working around so the full program enrollment because we have Mr. Grace's program. Yeah. And that's going to have to flip to an F program. Right. Or that's. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. Just want to go a little earlier. Yeah. 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 Not right now, maybe, but we want to draft up sometime in the summer. So we recommended, all, we just mentioned a variety of things here, just to get those things that get integrated and share back to make it sure that's part of the asset and the task force to investigate all of those areas. So sometimes we, you know, just saying we can capture everything that we said and give that to the task force as a here's what we need answers for, here's what we need feedback on. So, so if, um, I'm implying that that's coming, but what I had the word I used earlier was, and then sort of provide us an outline for the task force, very much in line with what Michelle shared. And then, it's, 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 I, I don't want to get, um, it's not so Sometimes it's always sometimes fine, but this is what I'm going to do. You know, some of the team is going to look like this. These are the five things we're going to do for us back to you. We're going to do this. So, progress report in November or no final result. Um, so, if, if I'm wide open, if anybody wants to do graphic together, or I'd like to. Trouble having spots too. Yeah. That's great information. I mean, it's a rabbit hole. Once we start down, we're still going to have a few tricks to use. There's a rabbit hole. It affects everything. We started with like Halloween tricks, and then we started with Massachusetts. It's counting, counting, counting. It's counting. All right. Okay, so the takeaway from this is getting back to Dr. Morrison saying uh, we want the task force and we're going to partner with you on a set of objectives for that task force, as well as configuration with the expectation that it can get started in September timeframe. So we ask. Yeah, another with that, would like the do we want to let people volunteer? So parents are going to be on here somewhere, right? Do we want parents to be allowed to volunteer for this? Or are they going to be selected? I would because say, again, we should probably wait some time seriously. But what do we think? Well, uh, it's getting the participation. Yeah. Just 
and definitely asking you know, for volunteers. Uh, right, but there's a concern that you don't want the same people get picked every time. You know what I mean? So like, like do we get the task force we send it out to the community? So, so I just I think they, um, an impression we have. We have received emails about it, and it's an impression that I have. And the, 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 the task force and the committees are made up of the same people. We could ask for diversity in voices, I guess. You know, I just don't know how our issues are. Well, it's our, I mean, like that, that's a concern. So, I just don't know if it's not. I mean, it's just, yeah, so, so the, the agenda topic is staying. Sorry, I'm going to start. Okay. Where I see it, though, I think what you're saying, where it starts, what would the process be whereby you select members of the task force? Yeah. Right now, the notes that I put down is I'm thinking about well, what's the makeup of that task force? I.e., it would be worthwhile to have a union. Um, it might be worthwhile to have. I use the term extracurricular as opposed to arts, more effectively inclusive. Um, I don't know whether it would be targets for X or members from youth sports. Yeah. But so right. So there's but like we start thinking of the makeup of it. Yeah. Then it becomes like okay, there's reasons that like youth sports people. Then you want some of that example people who actually folks you know participate. In that. Right. So, but I'm I'm suggesting that Dr. Marston provide an outline for us. Because this is what the task force would look like. I could also say we're going to give him an outline and say this is what we want from the task force. And, and if that's what you want, somebody raise their hand and say I'm glad to take that outline. It's not, you know, I mean, we, we have jobs like as a committee, and we have jobs as individuals on committees to say, I'm willing to take a deeper dive on this. I'm going to yeah, partner up with Dr. Marston to get this list. Well, sure. I guess I'd be happy to do that. But yeah, task force isn't just like represent from each spot because we might get the same parents get picked for everything because they're a youth sports coach and they're interested like, in the schools. Uh, That's not a mask. Yeah, we would want them representing a certain constituency. So if you're a coach, you don't need to put it in. Yeah, yeah I don't know what the coach representative that's been on like three committees selected by Marston. And you can take that up and be part of the task force to do whatever that is. Yeah, I'm just saying like a, just a second bullet, who the position is and like how do they get selected? And as our that's a fear in our all schools. That's not our that's position. not a huge thing. That's not all task forces, all communities, yeah. people don't I like you could raise that Made that as a concern in the process. Okay. Your recommendations from the volunteer. Okay. That means it's that's a good recommendation. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's just um, from our position, unless we're doing a policy as a company, it's like you can't. You know what I'm saying? Not totally, because I'm just not sure if like we were in charge of it. Excuse me. Well, we're talking about the task force for this, and I'm, I'm still confused. Um, like, I guess why the superintendent's in charge of it and why we're not in charge. Because right so, now, so if we not, want it, I'll tell you, I'll answer it. The question staying, but it's not my full time job, right? Like, like I'm going to do as much as I can. You're giving a list here on all the topics we're training. Yeah, and then to say, um, you know, like at this stage, at what point is it our jurisdiction versus Jurisdiction of the administration. What I'm yeah. suggesting is the administration come forward with a 
principles. That's the eventual outcome. And theoretically, at least I know where Dr. Marsden stands on school startups. He would want to comport with the proposal that we as a committee support and the town supports. Yeah. So I, I'm just saying there's a certain degree of trust I have on that. Now, going into the specifics of how exactly, you know, is this a, 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 member, a task force of nine, 27? I, I don't know. I, yeah. You know, I'm not here to try to solve it out just this second because it, you know, there's so many unknowns. Um, that, that's how I look at it right now. I was saying, let, let, let's come up with an outline. And if somebody on the committee wants to help come up with an outline, help for it. Like, yeah, I, I, look, I guess my other point of clarification, like right now, if the school committee, if we had a vote like right now, and we said we're going to move the school start times, the teachers would be pissed. Some people in the committee might be pissed, but could we do that right now? So that that's just my question. Like, if we have all the power to do it, and I, I understand it's not a full time job, but it's like something where we're driving the decision. And so that was just some of my confusion on why the superintendent. Like the retired, the, the the people and the staff work for them, work for us. Right. So it's like we couldn't. Yes, we could make the decision to have the policy, but yes, we'll buy the policy. Sure. Who's going to buy us against it? People might yeah. be upset. They got a bit more. <laughs> yeah, they got a bit more like the org chart thing. Like yeah. the board. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, he's the he's the CEO and. We make decisions collaboratively together. Well, uh, we just make recommendations for what we're asking the task force. This yeah, particular yeah. case, uh, to help us make the decision you just said we could make, we would like him to lead a task force to bring back data so we can make an informed decision and be able to uh, get the feedback from the appropriate people You know, in, the, in that process. Should we be represented on the task force? We decide that's the case until one of us serve or two of us can serve on that task force of course um as part of that process and then be a part of that entire process to see the make up and maybe even report back to us like hey we've got representation from all five schools we have an educator from all five schools a parent from all five schools we've got someone from before and after school programs we've got someone youth for it we've got yeah uh, uh, the whole bit right yeah i hear you it's it's a it's, you're moving a lot of cheeks when it gets that reference. People are going to be upset. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, it didn't, it was not, well, it wasn't super received by all the shareholders. But now it's, but there was water under the bridge two years later. I won't even talk about it. It's just the way it was. Right. But I, I mean, I'm just to say that, like, that, that's, I think it's a fair question to vote on. And, you know, within bounds. Well, we we typically we announce you know there's a there's a typical process we follow for voting. Yeah. Um, but I think it it, it is um, I've seen how they've been informed in the past. I know they're never perfect. Yeah. Right. That process is never perfect. And again, if if someone if you want to help with that, because I, I would like to see I what I love the outcome say is hey, going into it, this is what the task force is. Like that would be that's more concrete. I could look at it and I can say, okay, that's the expectation. That to me is what the outline that I'd be asking the superintendent to provide for us. There's not going to be a stop one of us from saying, hey, here's an outline that I think I have. Or as a group, if somebody wants to 
Yeah, I think we need to provide guidance on these are the things we want answered. These are the inputs we feel like we need in order to make an effective decision and provide that, that guidance as a start. So, so, so let's yeah. let's say yeah. this because it's it's worthwhile. Let's let's take and this is what I wrote down. Um, and it was from Shelly. You can tell me I wrote down with you said there was a district. Oh, I don't hear that. There was a district. Yeah. Um, Creative superintendent task force. You want to read through that again? Because to me, that sounded like a template. So, yeah, let's do that. Well, so all of the districts did that, right? All of the districts have yeah, yeah. all of the so districts what, have that. So, I have notes from all of the districts. Yeah, and you, and you had a list of. Like, yeah, the thing I said. Like, all the people. Well, yeah, yeah, I had um, the why. Is it a good thing and why? What, what's the data behind? Why are we doing it? Logistics, or is it feasible? I'm going to hold off on that. But, um, guiding principles from school committee to make decisions. I'm going to pause on what those are for a second. But not in the right order. Proposal. And that, where I was not sure, surveys from the public and or identifying points of friction. I thought that was worthwhile. Then I put under other who is on the task force. I don't, I'm not great to consult, but that's right with the union rep, etc. Like that to me is a great, like, hey, that's a good starting. So this is what the task force is, this is what we're, we're going to do. Um, in, in a minute, I, I thought the guiding principles for the school committee to make a decision. I'm going to show you some student well being, work. Impact on family and staff schedules, ah. which includes work schedules, before and after school, child care, and homework. I, and I guarantee that the house of administration has another recommendation too. Right. Um, you have extracurriculars, athletics. Yeah. So they had financial impact and, and or and transportation. Yeah, I think that I think the financial impact, the, the transportation to me would be captured in the impact on family and staff and, and work schedules. Yeah. So I, I think of that, um, you know, and like, or I, I start to say, what else would we want if he's going to give us an outline as to what this task force is going to do? What else, you know, how does that sound? Is there anybody that we don't find or there other people who would Take all that, and then think about the things we can do it. So, if you're going earlier, do you just want to pair someone up to go take this back, take the ass back, and pull it formally? I think. Um, so what else? Go through that list. Michelle shared the information. Mike can take the information. Like, what did I miss? Like, <laughs> um, we'll make a list of the page. <laughs> um, uh, but we could. Uh, Go back and we just put it on the agenda for the July. Yeah, the only one I would ask that is I thought about it. Interesting, there's some something said it's it's a proposed schedule. Yeah. In other words, this would be a here's the check point on your orders. Yeah, very nice. And we'll just have that list again. I'm sure that I said this is not the first time this has come up. Um We'll get its network, professional network, and they'll be able to put it over. I'm going to do it. 
Who is on it? And then there's a process whereby selection is made. Like the question point has to do two months of the work so that they can consider this. Right? So, we're seeing the parent and we're looking at the same idea. So, what is going to be the impact? Elementary and secondary. I guess it's pretty, to me, that's pretty helpful. Sorry, and I, I put revisit this part of July. And I'll bust these. What's the Six months later, we start the model that we came up with 
So it, it, it might behoove us to not necessarily bus fees might be follows for starting. The model would change, but there's still then a year and a half. But so if the decision was made to start collecting, you would have that collection. And yes, the timings and such may change, but now we've lost 18 months or so of that in incoming income. Agreed. Would, would I, where I start to go, and I, I actually have an idea of how we make the title of this. Where my brain goes gradually is how much change does it mean to dollars or at a given time. In other words, if you're taking on one and you will miss tax times, you go look back at the numbers to the amount of money that the exact cost is it's not. It's going to be it's not a huge. You, you need 18 months to put that in the year because you don't have that higher than 24 or 18 months. Right. Of data. It's not just of data. Collection. Right. So it's not like you're going to take that money right away and stop deciding because it's just going to be associated with everything that does. That's how important important information. So there are, there are costs that come with it. Um, you know, and in data, I mean, it isn't in bottom line, but because they're hidden in order to help them offset it, you know, it financially, even if it's more price cost instead of financial cost. And then measuring what we did we don't have no Right? So, those that would be a little more difficult to manage. And it's not going to be able to have kids, you know, in the system to pay But it's all doable. Everything you do, right? It's just what do you want to capital and you need to capital it. You know, and doesn't make sense to keep it from What's the just accomplish two miles? Yeah, you get two miles if you're more than two miles from school. And you get it. You get it. Yeah, I'm going to have to continually do that kind of thing. That's the only game you could have because of you're going from Memorial to Lila. Um, it might be within the two miles or outside of the two miles. Yeah. It's your front door. And then, I mean, seven. So I said, if you're looking at bus fees, the kindergarten six will be more difficult. Everything you do, you might want to look at, you want to implement seven through 12 because you can charge everything. And you can charge people under two miles, you can charge, you know, over two miles. So that's another single there. That could be sooner. That could end up happening sooner. So, there's different ways we can look at it. It's our ridership. So, A through five, and then it goes down to about 15. So, it depends on the year, which is what I'm saying. If it fluctuates between the years, Middle school, you know, in the seventies, and then it does, you know, ninth grade. It's probably in the seventies, and then it starts going way down. I ask it, and that's 
people who have signed up and have addresses. No, there's no sign up. Everyone is given a seat. Gotcha. Everyone in the community is given a seat. Did someone do a count like my kids get dropped off every week? Yeah. So, so, what we do, so at the meeting, we have you know, people sitting there, so yeah. but we we make sure that they have a seat in the morning at noon to do that. Sometimes it just so happens every time. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I'm curious is to what's what's the possible outcome in you know possible income we were saying starting like a year from September, two hundred dollars, two hundred plus roughly well that's maybe like enough to, you know, like eighty thousand bucks or something. Right. I mean it's about seventy percent on a yeah. Generally, it's not a ton of cash. It's not. It's so like a one job or one teacher, like a future class, that would be great. Help us out. You know, it depends how you look at it. Yeah. It's a big budget, so 100000 or 80000 It's all money we need to spend. We're on a tight budget. I just don't want to sit here. Oh, camera yeah. say it's not a lot of money, but it could save us a well, teacher or something. You have an FTE or manage it. You don't need a full Oh, no, I don't mean that. I just mean like, because yeah. I, right? yeah, I look at the plus thing. You know, fundraising. People better learn. Like, uh, we don't have it now. Find a way to survive. We always need more money. This is one way to do it. But that was the first time I heard you say technology fees. Many yeah. schools, we don't do those. You don't, but a lot of schools, it's a longer year. Yeah. Some years. Sometimes, depending on your population, you can do more money on technology fees. All depends on the makeup of the Anyway, but I think the onus for the bus fees is because there is just so much 
cost associated. I mean, that's it's huge. I mean, now I finally see it in person myself. The bills, everything is it's extraordinary. It is. And, uh, and, and that's why you have to move and go on the we buy on buses. Yeah. 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 So because there are grants out there, but if you need like rent, you can get rolling on buses. No, we have plenty of buses for for in the city. So we partner up. There's a study where we're looking at electrifying buses, but if we share those costs, we can probably rent, right? And you know, there's so the studies out there. Maybe it's just a challenge. Here are some other things along the way that we just to be quick and sure. Okay. So, thank you. 
Okay, I know that well, you asked about the potential drawdown would be to start getting fees. So is that anything that from our neighboring neighboring communities we could learn where they, they where they instituted the fee, where they saw a change in their ridership? Um so we can look at some of those communities. Most of the communities have had fees for a long time. So it's hard yeah, so for that to tell us that. It's They could be talking about setting the server now, right? Like at $200, we do it. But now if we're potentially changing well, start times all right, it changes so fast. It's like, I mean, you could put it part of that server if you want. I think the 7 to 12 idea, if it eliminates two buses, I think that's saving the same as money. It doesn't save the money because you're not eliminating the element. But you're still going to need to yeah. build it. Yeah. You're still going to need the same amount of buses, right? Um, see what I'm saying? They yeah. might not do a middle school, high school fund. They're yeah. still going to need to file them. Yeah. So the cost is still the same. Yeah. So they're going to still be your drive and still be your class. So the only way to save money is to charge. Mm -hmm. Done an analysis and bring it in the house. And if we did it in Sharon, we brought it in the house because that's just like they like to try to do things. I don't know what we're all going to save money. We do it, it cut collaborative runs, you know, part of the time. We made an office system for kids. Um, and it's both kids, it's a school and special, it's 450 school special. I can probably get an idea of what, you know, for student management. Yeah, so, so the Issue that for um, me, which communities and that I have right now is that if it's a little dollar, so there's a community nearby that was the young kids when he was asking school staff because they were having issues with it. They would do double runs, triple runs, yeah. try to get the kids to school. We had an administration that would be yell at the people. So they didn't want to want to go on the entire day. And it's hard to compete against private um, companies because they're paying 30, 31 dollars an hour. The school districts are paying 22, 23, 24 dollars an hour. So, you know, all these hours, they just need to be a little bit of a and those strikes were, you know, due to school districts that haven't been meeting for a while, right? Because um, they want they want to be able to do it, you know, fines. So you are having that kind of issue that, you know, if if we were writing, so the so you're we saying were writing us, you know, we were writing sentiment, right? That if we were writing. So, the 
feel like we should table the bus fee idea or keep working at it? Put it behind school start times or my sixth year when I'm the baby. Well, it's a way I kind of envision them. It's just a way to. I'd like to see what the what the projection right, and I think we've done projections right. Yeah, we gave you something earlier. Yeah, okay. I mean, I think the thing to do is like I think if it's something about you don't want to figure out like. What is the amount of money that we would want to bring in that would make this worthwhile? Right? Like, I feel like your, your projection gave a very fair um, charge rate per family, but compared to our groundwork, it's pretty low, right? Like, so it wouldn't make sense, but it wouldn't make sense in that space to increase that. You would lose some riders then, but you know what I mean? Like, so then you see that net sum at the end is what we're, we're really after, right? Because there's obviously a lot of factors to get there. But at the end of the day, what are we looking to offset? One FTE, two FTE, something else. And then thinking again, as we, um, what specifically, like maybe looking into the technology charge, technology fee, or something like that. Like, like a fee, yeah. Maybe the conversation is less fueling the bus fee and more understanding of ways other than bring in fundraising, right? Just increase it. Yeah. Yeah. We want more revenue, less expenses. Yeah. So, Leo's case would be It's not just the device. They're using the kind of device. So, um, you know, the software that you have to make sure that the there's so much software that goes into the device to make sure that the students Make out of it, right? 
you about insurance and security and other things. Um, you know, I, I, I looked at our tech light item. Um, you know, I think it should be a little higher. <laughs> I think Kelly Bigger wants to win a lot, a little, you know. So um, maybe that is $50 or $100 to ensure for the ones that they're using. So Walpole um, self insured is you looked at the fee and it was a nominal fee, but it took care of all the rates. Um, and I don't know what our rate tool is. I would have to ask more. See, the tech thing is, you know, I feel like when I was saying the Warren Committee was in the budget, they had a lot of questions about the technology, right? Like a lot. So I do wonder if that would, like the busing, you know, we can go back and forth on the busing, but I think there is an, uh, an understanding that the kids need to go to school and gas prices went up and it's what the bus costs. Like the technology one was that they did do a lot of, I feel like, deeper inquiry into. Right. To what is this? Why do we have this? What does this do? So I do wonder if we offset the cost in that space, like that it would be more palatable almost. That makes it's, sense. It's, you know, I was kind of like, like I don't want to I was thinking along those lines. I think what Leo said a couple of minutes ago really fun. Yeah. I think of it almost like the technology is an essential part yeah. of the work. We don't we don't buy any textbooks anymore, right? The money's been redirected in other areas. Right? We don't. Um, technology is the access to instructional materials, so um, that's why we buy teachers' laptops, decent laptops too, for the last long time. The high school, I see mostly kids with their own devices. Um, so that that's to be one area where it would at least be you know for those that choose not to use. Like again, it's, it's more about I think like what I had started to write down was explore broader fees, potential financial effect, the way we're managing like, is, is there potential savings for whether or not we choose it? Like, it could be like it could be the other way, credit, you know, credit. I would say if you're not using it, right? or, or the public display around, like you could look at it. We talked a little bit before about this. Idea of this culture around devices, the uses of devices. What if the fee was to get access to a parent portal, offset the fee of the parent portal, you know, the use of it? Parents are going to cost me a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars per year to get access to teen kids to control the device and to bring them back and forth to get data back. No, I get that myself. But if I, but if I, I hear something like that. I hear about the impact, I think that, but something that's pretty cool because then you also have a community of parents that are saying, right. hey, how are you being starting to use But that's just it. I mean, people kind of think solving like street problems. Two years ago, my neighbors, my kid was still young, but when we were on a walk and, and uh, many of you know who she is, but her son came out and said, okay, I finished my homework, can you turn it back on? She pulled out her phone and puts the internet back on. And that it's like, that's cool. I'm gonna like, I obviously knew it could be done, like, but uh, I was like, wasn't at that point. Yeah. I wasn't at that point with my children, and it's it's a big deal, right? Um, but now it's even more fun, right? Because it's what kind of content, like, you know, um, like I get an alert, new application was used. You know, I get another alert, an antivirus saying that. 
this threatening app was put on the defense machine and it isolated everything already. And there are programs where the same stuff that is being put on the school devices, and I'm maybe a little different package, I'm not sure what they're using, but there is a parent portal option. And that is going to be costly, a total separate cost. But maybe that's the key with trainings, and it goes right along the lines of hey, you know, you can put your phone, your cell phone on here too. And you set up guidelines for what the school can see and what they can't see. But at the same time, there's a lot happening. Right, I want to scare people, but I mean, there's a lot happening in the world where kids are exploring on their own, you know, the things that you may want to know about so you can have those important conversations. That's part of that yeah, building the culture of awareness, not the gotcha. Because if you gotcha you with children, they will find another way that you want. So it's got It's just the kind of like I, I like something like that because part of it to me, you know, it's not neutral. Modesties or technologies, it's a little bit of that show me. Yeah. Right, unfortunately. I think well, something things. like what Leo just described is, is like, hey, let's think about things a little different. Would I be willing to pay X dollars to start to get, get some of those best practices and some coordination? More values. You educate the parents. You give them that option. This feature is also includes school day hours, right? Just the phone down for certain things during school day. Apple has it now. If you have a family plan with your iPhones, but you can do it, you know, through the software in the way it's. You're saying that. that because I know earlier you talked about which was still I I, I want to pursue awareness, but it's not it's not an, in addition. It's like look, this we're just thinking about fees for something that we think drives betterment of those students in school. It's, it's not a service, right? It's traditionally part of K twelve. Well, there's a, there would have to be an investment up front to get the problem, but we offset it with grant funding from the state. Like again, I still think. Not to go back to a previous item, whatever we engage in, what we do with others, there will be interest and we will be eligible for those commitments. Especially if we lay it out, like when you, you saw what I shared, we haven't like, pretty much laid out what action items would be. Um, you know, it's, you know, and there's a survey, I drafted the survey as well. Um, but it's just an option, you know. Can we ask you? Whether it's the July meeting, like they, they, if there's an appetite for all of us, if the July meeting comes, he's going to call it a broader meeting. Okay. But I mean, sure, say draft up a kind of a plan or just kind of put put pen to paper. Yeah. Hey, here's some ideas we I did. I was sort of put it on the agenda. We can get it out there. I would have a conversation with public to see what we can pass out there. Yeah. Because we, you know, you pass out there like a direction package, but you have to. I've got my own. I know what I would say, but you have to turn it on. You have to put the list of protocols of public policy. But we may have, I'm not sure what we do. Owen may own this. We may own the software already, district that has that as an option. Correct. Correct. But then it becomes a resource to help. What works? 
but like something like that. And we're, we're getting there, obviously, to the, the opening topic was around my skill, closing topic was bus fees. I'm, I guess what I'm hearing is it's broader than bus fees. If, if we, I, I think no matter what, if we data that jumps off the page and once we start out, that's that the, those two topics may come together a little more. And the 712 bus fees, I mean, it's styled with an album fee all over the know, And like that will maybe shake out. And again, we're not just saving the seats and help offset it. Um, I just, I also think about can and that's the additional disruption and or appetite for change. I'll tell you about all the tech fee, the bulk, bulk of tech fee. If the business kept on going, uh, they actually they had to like pause it for a year. <laughs> it's just the they couldn't increases you mean? No, they had paused the because it had too much money in there. Um, it was revolving. It was revolving yeah, It wasn't revolving. So it was just growing. So the audit picked up on But in general, we tied it back to the fee would offset the capital. Yeah, and I think. And as I say, it depends on how you're structuring those those pieces. Um, so, yeah. so, and then, you know, e-rate, you know, what's available. So I think the grant e-rate's not fair to district either. Uh, I'm like, get caught with nine percent reimbursement. Yeah, let me get forty percent reimbursement. The I was pausing. I was just thinking in my like just for action, like if it is whether it's it doesn't have to be the July, but if Leo were to kind of report back, um, I'll flush the technology needs potential called value things cost, right? Right, like, like I think of that as a little bit more like a program that we, we talk about revolving. Going, like there's an FTE that eventually becomes part of the management. Revolve it, I mean, that, I like mean, it, it makes more sense to solve the problem that we all yeah. have. And I'm not against it because, you know, when I, we started the program in Sharon, we used to sell internet service to the public. Like we were an internet service provider, like a 12 line, like this is in the late 90s, right? And we used to rent our computer labs to live in, right? So these were entrepreneurial ways of supplying your programs. Um, and yes, the, the rental of our labs is phenomenal, right? And um, it funded all the, like, the pay for the T1 lines and everything else we needed at the time, which were expensive. You know, eventually those, those needs, you know, they don't need them anymore, right? And so you have to shift to other events. So and that's how you can provide strategic programs, strategic um, fundraising possibilities for, uh, you know, for your different by doing. Having these advanced labs. Um, the, um, um, so we could do some more things around the technology here, but maybe it's less about supporting the, um, you know, the Chromebook program, but maybe it's you know getting the next generation and we open a AR VR lab. Program that we're renting out for the folks using that as a revolving account to fund things. In the meantime, 
we're offering internal ARVR developments and advanced things for our students during the day and after school. This is an example in that lab sense. This particular one would be more cultural, but in the sense, let's empower our parents to help manage technology on a regular basis. I mean, the, the interface couldn't possibly be used for other things too, to communicate with parents about anything. But at the same time, um, you know, it's helping to manage the use of technology in the houses, right? Uh, you know, we used to run and share in like a day without, day without computers or something. Once, once every few months on a Sunday, or better promoted, do family things together. And that was 15 years ago, right? You fast forward today. <laughs> you fast forward today with my kids. I mean, we're great like the first year or two. Yeah. yeah. Just crack back to the question. Yeah. I mean, we can just tell us. But well, so I, what I'm thinking is like, and I feel like the bus fees opens up the conversation broader. That's where I those were my um just to say that a little more. Where yes. I say that I'm, I'm thinking that you know, there's a couple of the other things we talked about today that are probably as you know, for me personally that are higher. But I do love the idea of a little bit of pen to paper. Yeah, I'll give it though. And for the fact is, see, I don't want to, I'm pretty sure I don't want to use it. Yeah, but I don't want to use Right. And there is a parental fortune. Okay, yes. We have no problem. Yes. 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 Not in a typical fees, right? But only you know, that option would have a you know, in the ways that yeah, I mean, so that's fine. Okay. And maybe it's offsets one of the tech FTEs provide email support, you know, or problems in the way. Um, or maybe it's an initiative that was taken on by 15 tech, tech specialists where they have nights for people come in. You know, you're, you're getting them, then you're bringing in the whole of the school connection, right? You're bringing in on something that affects all of us. So. That's helpful. I mean, and I do, I think I thought we can do sort of linking some of But then I, I truly concerned about the fees when you're going to ask for potentially $100 million elementary school fee. I know, I hear you. People are going to say they already do. Yeah. 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 100%. schedules today. It's not ideal. 
do it. And I, it sounds to me like you want to um, be felt that you know, add some agenda, agenda topics to the July meeting. It seems like you want to support it. Like that. Sure, exactly. We're we on Zoom up still, all right? Uh, how it, I mean, what I would say is how does one feel about it? Because like, if people are in town, is it? And in town, Point, like if we have a the twenty fourth, but then yeah, we want something before that for the plan that should be on the plan. I think I agree with that. Yeah, I was thinking that for um, sure, I'm, I'm thinking more that twenty fourth. That was going to be on site. There's something beforehand for the. I know you're west. Yeah, we're going to struggle with it. Me and we have a placeholder for them. That would be face to face. Yeah, I would just talk about the same. Yeah, yeah, I know that that day is, I know that is okay. So, with that, um, we have stepped out there. Yeah. 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 All in favor? Aye. So, Kirby. Okay, workshop closed. Thank you.